one shot. The one shot, baby. That's our intro music. There it is. I'll scrape it off the. That's exactly what you're going to do. The bottom of something. Exactly correct. Hi. Did you Twitters? I. Svengali tweeted. Why don't I see it? I would like to. I would like. Did I not hit return? I would like to retweet. Yeah, I sent it out. We're about to start playing Microscope. Oh, there we go. This Hi, is, I retweeted. Okay, that's important. Oh, hey, everybody. Sorry. Happy Jacks. This is Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. And Tomes is here. What's up? Hi, Tomes. Yeah! You're local, huh? I'm local. You should come on the show. Yeah, we're neighbors, right? Yeah. How, how, I, I didn't even know that. We talked about the last con. What, what, what street are you on? Uh, I don't want to divulge that information. Uh, we'll yeah. talk about it later. Mm-hmm. I probably I'll, The I'll internet will find you. Yeah. Yeah. Which microphone is built? Oh, there we go. Talk again, Bill. Hello, hello. There you are. Okay. So wait, oh, did you, the whole one you, shot. They probably didn't even get the whole intro. It went through the other mics. I can hear it. Oh, that'll sound great. It's probably better. I, I, it, that it didn't, way, it didn't hurt it. We'll do it at the end. I'll do it at the end. It didn't okay. hurt it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and we have we're set up a little bit different. You'll see where the GM thing is. There's no GM. There's a black thing with Dave's hand. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I'm the GM. And this is a is this this is a G this is is this a, would you consider this a role playing game? Uh, there's role playing in it, yeah. Okay, so that, it's kind of a role playing like I a think hippie game. For, yeah, it's a hippie game, and you know a lot of people will say story game because that's almost like a role playing game with some not role playing stuff in it. Or okay, that kind of thing. But there's there's little role playing scenes that happen. So okay, yeah. all right. Well, I'm a firm believer in the role play everything. Oh yeah, there's Absolutely. like no game. That I play that I don't role play board games, yeah, yeah. Uno, whatever. That's like, what I'm. I'm ready. I'm when I when I'm ready to start playing my Russians and, and mm-hmm. Team Yankee. I'm, the, I'm doing the big Colonel oh, yeah. hat, with hell the yeah, big red shoulder boards and everything. I think the, <laughs> so I can only play in the depths of winter. Right. Yeah, I think like the strangest game that became a default role playing game is I have this old 1950s board oh, game called Careers. careers. Which is amazing because it's like one of the careers is you can be like an astronaut and you can you can mine minerals on the moon and stuff. And so one of the one of the people ended up being like the first black astronaut. And it's like ooh, like oh, it's worth a it lot of because, fame or whatever. Because he took the like the black token. Oh right. Oh so right, the little thing. thing. <laughs> like oh, you must be the first black astronaut. I, I don't remember yeah, yeah. all the racial stuff. Yeah. In that well, thing. you know, it says it was role playing, like right. you know. But it's so, and I have like a. I don't know, probably a first or second edition. It's an old copy, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's amazing. Just even going and yeah. looking at what it's all like. You go into big business, right? Or it's and like like one of the things you can get was like you have hired an attractive secretary, gain two <laughs> two hearts, love or whatever. yeah. Or there's yeah. things like oh, lose three money because your wife spends all your hard earned cash. It's just so stereotypical fifties. Yeah. I don't think there's a computer job in that one. I think there's like no. electronics no. or something. Or uh, there's, there's like engineer, engineer, right? Like. And there's like acting. There's a whole Hollywood yeah. path. Oh god, it's amazing. But yes, we even role played in that. It was pretty, oh, yeah. it was pretty fantastic. Game of Life. That's what's going to role play. Anything oh, yeah. you can role play anything. Monopoly. Heck yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. All right. So, we do this? so what's, what, 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 tell what us is, about microscope. What's microscope. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to have you guys read a little bit about it. So, what is microscope? That's a great question. Here, read these first three sentences. And humanity spreads to the stars and forges a galactic civilization. Nice. Dot dot dot. Fledgling nations arise from the ruins of the empire. Dot dot dot. An ancient line of dragon kings dies out as magic fades from the realm. 
dot, dot, dot. So there's a lot of ellipses yes. in this game. These are all examples of microscope games. Want to explore an epic history of your own creation, hundreds of thousands of years long, all in an afternoon? That's microscope. You want to read some more? Yes. You won't play the game in chronological order. You can defy the limits of time and space, jumping backward or forward to explore the parts of the history that interest you. Want to leap a thousand years into the future and see how an institution shaped society? Want to hear dogs bark in the deep of night and jump back to the childhood of a king you just saw assassinated and find out what made him such a hated ruler? That's normal in Microscope. Ah. You have the vast power to create and to destroy. Build beautiful, tranquil jewels of civilization and then consume them with nuclear fire. Awesome. (laughs) Zoom out and watch the majestic tide of history wash across empires. Then zoom in and explore the lives of the people who endured it. A role-playing game for two to four players. No GM, no prep. Perfect. All burp. That's it. You guys ready? That was fantastic. So now... (laughs) Thanks for coming. It was amazing. do Do we need to keep notes or anything? We do. This is a hippie game, and hence we have index cards. Okay. That's how they play wow. these games. And not only that, now, I is brought... It, does that really count as a hippie game because it's in a plastic thing? If it was like in wood or reclaimed hemp... Yeah, it's, is that... It's oh, hemp this, this is recyclable. Oh, okay. All right. Hemp plastic. That's good. <laughs> it used to be a bottle of water. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just checking. If it's recyclable, that's fine. It is green. I'll give it that much. All right. What game do you guys want to play? Being a hippie mm. game. So what we're going to have to come up with is about a sentence which describes whatever history we want to explore, right? So, you know, sci-fi, superhero stuff, alternate history, now, whatever. We had a crazy idea mm-hmm. that I wonder if we should... Let's throw it out there, right? Yeah, so yeah. Dave and I talked about this crazy idea where we would do... We would do the bark thing. I'll be right back. Okay. Where we would do microscope to set this big, massive world history... And then we would choose a point in time in that world history to then do one quiet year. Oh, yeah. And then that would become the setting for a contest for right. people to write up uh, like a, like a, a one-shot or a scenario. One yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, for our listeners. So, so we thought that could be interesting. I mean, a lot of people have talked about... There, there's a couple of books here, and I'll flash in front of the, one of the cameras or something. This is the Microscope book, right, the original. But they, the guy who wrote it, oh. Ben Robbins, he came out with mm-hmm. something called Microscope Explorer. So uh, this one kind of gives you a couple of alternate ways to play it. Interesting. Um, as well as uh, some people like to play in canon history. So, like, you know, you want to play in, like, Star Wars universe, but, right. you know, I want to explore either some time that the movies don't cover right. or, like, an alternate Oh, so it tells you how to do that. Version. It kind of gives you hints and tips oh, and cool. tricks and all that kind of stuff. Um, one of the things that it does also is it talks a little bit about using this as a world building for other campaigns mm-hmm. in other RPGs that you're going to run. I mean, anyone can do it. You don't really sure. need somebody to tell you how to do it. But this guy's done a bunch of that and that's talked cool. to people who have. Oh, so cool. it's kind of like neato. Yeah. the hints and tricks. And whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved yeah. One Quiet Year. I found that a couple years ago at the con, and I yeah. actually saw it on uh, his website. Right. And I was like, whoa, this seems really cool. And I also loved his payment methodology. Right. On the website, which is you can pay me this much for it, or he has this whole: if you do good deeds, you get price breaks. Right. So it's a thought, that's that's oh, Avery. It, well, who see, that's wrote why that one. 
And uh, and she's also the same person who wrote uh, Monster Hearts, which See, is Avery uh, is like could be a, it's an either gender. Yeah, totally. Name. And uh, that's, that's actually one of the names we use in the Traveler game that Sork and I wrote. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. We make all the characters completely oh. gender neutral. Gender neutral, and then we're just like, I I'm just went through like it. a. Here's a list of totally right. non-specific names. So it's like Pat, <laughs> yeah, Avery, uh, Jordan. Oh, okay. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the. There's others, always but a yeah. Pat. Yeah, it has to be Pat. Carl. Uh uh. <laughs> They're just all names with the A in parentheses. Well, no, UH <laughs> in parentheses. Carl. Uh. Uh, or uh, or you could just do a hyphen right that because it's Star Wars, right? So you can Carl. Uh. Um, so yeah. Kiss anyway, so uh, we understand. We were just saying that we thought it'd be interesting if we did microscope, and then after we did whatever we did microscope, then we used that as some setting for one quiet year, or apparently microscope explorer the other thing, and then we used that as a whole background, <coughs> um, and then we can have a contest for people to write one-shots oh, that'd around be cool. those things. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of cool. So. so probably we, so we may not, so maybe we don't do a canon then. That's yeah, no, thing let's that do something fresh. Right, we don't do like Star Wars or Harry Potter or whatever it is. Like we do something of our own devising. Yeah. Okay. And think of just whatever you think would be interesting. You know, like if you're kind of bored of sci-fi or fantasy or whatever, then stare away from that and like figure out whatever else. Like, are we even doing a fantasy thing right now? No. In any of the actual plays, we aren't, right? Mm, well, no, the uh, D&D. Well, we're we're going to start. We're going to start, right? Yeah, in a couple weeks, in three weeks, uh, D&D 5e game starts, yeah. Right. So I will say that one of the things that I've really found fun about this game is sometimes when you take an idea which has kind of been overdone, mm-hmm. or you know, maybe a, a genre that's been mm-hmm. overdone like fantasy. Um, but what you'll see is we do this little thing called the palette, which is where everybody gets to throw in things that they want to see in the game or do not want to see in the game. So for example, you don't want elves, you say no elves, or you mm-hmm. want you know, steampunk, you say you want steam technology or whatever, right? right? So we're going to go through there, and that's not a collaborative right, process. Right. Oh, like a like lot of this game is each of us say what we want, and that's going to be part of the game and canon for this game. Interesting. And so even if we start with something like fantasy, by the time we're done, we may end up with something that's a little bit unrecognizable, which is kind of right. what's fun about it. Well, so, I'm I mean, doing a random fantasy. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yes. Fantasy. Okay. So now that's not in enough a, to in start a, yet. In a world. Okay. So we need a yes. sentence about the world. We need a sentence about... Not just the world, but kind of what we're going to explore. Because we're exploring a history of something. Now, this could be like 100,000 years of a fantasy world, or it could be just like a kingdom or something, or a continent, or some race, or whatever. So, you know, whatever whatever we want to come up with there. And this is all discussion part, by the way. Mm. I'm going to, as the facilitator, I'm going to come up every once in a while and be like, slap your hand and say, nope, can't do that, or don't talk about that, you know, this is not a discussion thing. But this is very much a discussion part of the game. Like we all want to be on the same page about what it is we're doing. I kind of want. Well, then don't fuck up. I kind of, I kind of want to get. It. <laughs> <laughs> but not, but like I mean a safe word. But I mean you know. Uh, safe word is fractal. The rise and fall of the unicorn lords. Oh, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing now. <laughs> it it could be great. It might be later. <laughs> Uh, something in fantasy. Hmm. The first emergence of dwarves from the underground. 
Like the like the encounter between the humans that live on the surface and the dwarves that now have just erupted out of the earth. Like the dwarven, like the dwarven uprising, the dwarven yeah. wars, the whatever. The yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Now, like one of, one thing we're going to define then, and before we write this down, because right, part right, of what right, we're right. going to do is we will write down a sentence, <laughs> mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, that describes what we're going to do. So we're all kind of on the same place. Right. But we're okay. also going to create bookends, a bookend of history. And that's going to be the very beginning of where we're starting and kind of the last part that we will explore. Mm-hmm. And the game's going to have those defined as the starting and end point, so we won't be able to explore before or after that. Right. But okay. we'll be able to explore whatever the fuck we want in the middle. And because they, they call this like a fractal role-playing game, like you can go as deep mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. different periods of time in the middle or whatever. Um, so like the, there was the, the war or, you know, between the dwarves and the humans or, you know, the dwarves meet the humans or whatever. That kind of describes, it sounds almost like an event or a period in time, right? Like, like a war one of could the two bookends. Right, it could be one of the bookends. And so maybe that's what we can do is, is think about, before we figure out what that sentence mm, is, okay. is like what is the start and end that we're exploring? Like first contact and then, you know, something else. Or, or does it end with first contact? Right. And that way we can explore all sorts of human dwarf stuff going on where they may not even know. Maybe maybe it starts with humans arriving at a continent, like mm. like in the beginning of an exploration, and it ends with the great dwarven human war. So the, the pre-war build up and yeah yeah all right okay. And so the humans arriving at the continent doesn't mean that they've met the dwarves yet. So we can right. kind of explore yeah. a little bit of before they meet each other, and maybe something will meet each other somewhere in the middle or not. Yeah, I mean it'd be like when whatever Europeans come to Cortez. I mean, yeah, like yeah, right. And then up to I don't know, some point it could be whenever. Okay. Whenever they do something. Do we want to call these guys the dwarves and humans? We're cool or do you want to give them some fancy pants, fantasy name? I mean, I'm cool with dwarves and humans. But Let's just stick with what we know. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, you ask me to name stuff, and it's going to take a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst so. thing. It literally and then you won't remember be. it, and we'll just call them yeah. dwarves and humans. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what we're going to do is a couple of things. We've got a palette. We're going to have... Yeah, if we start going like, the Skyborn and the Earth Dwellers, and then you're like, uh... Who? Yeah. What What do they do again? Which one danced? <laughs> What's the... Uh, the first bookend. What's the beginning of the history we're exploring? The discovery of the. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I like the. Yeah, yeah, I like the, the, like the discovery of, of this. Of, right? of, of the of, Yeah. Well, let's give it a previous continent continent something. Of. Gotta have an apostrophe in there. Of. Uh, 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 well, because it'd be named by the humans, though. Or maybe right, not. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, what are they naming it? Right, right. It probably depend on who discovered it. He probably would name it, or the, or he'd name it for whoever the the monarch was. Right. Um. <laughs> say Newlandia, and that's horrible. Um, <laughs> Newfoundland. Yeah, Newfoundland. No. Um, well, what do we think this place is going to kind of look like? And not to go into too much detail about stuff, but is it like a desert? Is it mountainous? Is it a big forest? Is it? I'm kind of seeing a lot of something crazy. I'm seeing like I don't know my because I'm I'm thinking that 
part of it is the dwarven thing, so you got to have all the. You gotta, well, we don't have to, but like some, <laughs> mole, mole hills everywhere. Yeah, mole hills everywhere. Yeah, but like <laughs> mountains and forests. I mean, obviously there's. I mean, it, it, it's, I'm, if it's a continent, it's got all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff, right? right? Yeah. But you know, I definitely imagine there's some gigantic mountainous ranges yeah. somewhere, um, rich in minerals. You know, unless they're. You know, but I don't know. That's stereotype dwarf. We might be right, is that, dwarf. But yeah. We'll kill that shit. Is it a, a cold or hot place or something kind of temperate? Maybe that'll help us. Well, I think probably like semi-temperate forest. Yeah. Like kind of like Colorado. Yeah. It'll get cold in the winter, but right. <coughs> in the summer it's plenty fine. Okay. But, uh, uh, so you got to name it. Yeah, Colorado. I just said this is the worst part for me. Right. What about uh, um, we do Colorado backwards? Tempredonia. Tem- Tempredonia. <laughs> Decolo. <laughs> Doculin. Doculin um, sounds cool to me. Sure. Yeah. That's right. thing, Doculin. Doculin. I'll, I'll spell it with a K. That way. It there you go. Oh, it's yeah, all yeah. fantasy yeah. now. Oh, Doculin. That's good. That's an apostrophe. Booyah! Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, all right, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, the end bookend here? What's the it's the the war? Do we want to give this war a name? The purging of the Tollies. The Tollies. <laughs> no, I want the dwarves to name everything very obviously. <laughs> right, or maybe the purging of the Tall. Alright, so we've got. Little kids would say tallies. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are little. That's true. Maybe it is tallies. Maybe I'm being too serious. That's fine. It's on there now. It's. You can always add IES. It's easy. No. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an apostrophe IES. Uh, so, easy the e. sentence is uh, we're exploring. What? A history. Yes, a history of, history of the interaction, the interaction between combat. humanity and dwarves. Sure. And it doesn't have to be too fancy. Yeah. Of humans and dwarves. So we begin. Here's my little cheat sheet, by the way. Cheat this sheet. is all in the back of the microscope book. So mm. what's nice is he's not only like you can read the whole thing to get it, but when you're <coughs> playing the actual game, you just turn to the back sheet and you've got the cheat sheet. It's oh, just cool. it's small. So this is my yep. old person version of it. All right, so we did the big picture. That's this little blue card here. Okay. Um, we did bookend of history. That's in step two. Now step three is we're gonna do the palette. And I, I fancy here. I've spent a mm. lot of money on these Multicolored uh, cards. Twenty-five nice. cents thrift store bought uh, index nice. cards, and uh, we've got a green one for things that are go, and a red one for things that will be banned you from mm. the game. Oriented, so it, that's yeah. what I'm trying to. And I can we can turn can it around. Turn it. No, however, we're good. We're good. I think we're okay. I can get everything in there. All right, cool. I just meant if you wanted to orient them so that they're re- like the correct orientation for. Will they um, be able to read it? Camera to read it. I don't know if they can read it. Let me check the chat room. I should be checking the chat room. Chat mm. room. They can be joining in too. My home, the chat room. <coughs> That's where I was. That's right. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. 
Sorry, people listening. Wow, I just realized I'm on the other side of this camera. I know, crazy, right? Yes. It's just hit. You just now you're like, whoa. That's right. See, now you can be the they guy, the annoying guy it. who's like, all kettle corn. Can't. That's not annoying, right? <laughs> not at all. No. Keep doing that, please. Uh, By the way, if uh, well, here if I I, I don't know, Elsa's probably putting Dash on the bed, so she's probably not watching. But uh, kettle corn, honey, kettle corn. <laughs> we were talking about kettle corn like on the last couple weeks. I got a handful of kettle corn. Oh my god, kettle corn. Oh, that's even better, Pen. Oh, there you go. He's yeah. better. Do that. <clears throat> All right. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go around in a <coughs> circle and we're going to start adding and banning things to our world. And we're going to keep spinning around and adding or removing one thing uh, until somebody decides to pass, right? So maybe the first round we'll all add something and remove something, whatever, and we'll do that one or two times. And then at some point, someone's good, right? Is that better? Can I see that now? Yeah, that looks good. That's what I'm saying. Do you want to orient it the other way? Is that better? We could, if we turn them like that, does it make it simpler to figure out? Yeah. If we do I don't know if they can read those. But I don't need... I think, that, I think that there's the contrast is so much the cards are just showing up as white. Oh, I mean it'll be good to, for them yeah. to see kind of how it's organized. So that right. card will. Uh, All right, that'll work out. So still highlight. It away. was actually better the other way. All right, <laughs> <laughs> back we go. Because it, this, it, this it's fine. camera's narrowed. Eventually, this Here. is going to have to move. Here's up a, a promise bit I'll make. Way. But for now, that's after good. this episode, everybody, I'll take these cards home and scan them. And oh, there you go. Make them we'll put them up on the forum. All right. Or you can take a picture with your phone. Well, I have a scanner. Okay. Then I don't have to worry about lighting. Not everything's my phone, man. <laughs> but how many other cards are there going to be? Never mind. Whatever. If it takes me five minutes All to right. scan three sheets of cards, it's okay. really okay. Right. I'm just trying to save you a wow. Time. You're dedicated, dude. Five minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll send these off to one of those companies that does scanning for people. <laughs> <laughs> well, he only has one set of twins, so it's... Right. He's got the time. Sure. <laughs> You're first. Um... <laughs> <coughs> now so these, are, <coughs> these are pro or con. We can yeah pro oh. or con. So you can do one or the other. Right. We are not. We're not all on the same page. If you decide to ban something, Dave can add something. Whatever. Right. So uh, these are just ingredients. So they're going to be individual little things. And, uh, right. So like I said, you know, elves. Right. Right. You could say yes, I definitely want elves in this game, or no, I definitely don't want those elves in this game. Okay. If nobody says elves and we go back and forth or whatever, then it's all kind of open and like right. up right. to grabs, but. Um, there are, um, no, I'm going to do a no, because we always get, to, like, we're always yes-anding, so I can't wait <laughs> to ban no something. <laughs> I mean, no but, like, no. No. Um. Is that what you want to put here, no but? No but. Um. Just no. There is, uh, I like, I like no elves. Mm -hmm. There are okay. no, no elves in this kingdom. Now, right now, I have taken over the uh, the job of writing shit, but in this game, really, there isn't anybody who right, anybody can write. manages yeah, the yeah, writing yeah, yeah. shit. And in fact, later on, once we start writing on these cards, everybody's going to take okay. their turn writing on their cards. But this is just the, the center stuff, so whatever. All right, no else. I think... I would like to have bison. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice. 
Now, one thing I will say is that, again, this is not a collaborative part, right? We're all just doing our own thing, which is right. great. Right. If there's ever a time when we need clarification, though, that's okay. That's not a discussion. Right. That's asking for clarification. Got it. So, you know, if for some reason bison was ambiguous, I think it's not ambiguous in this mm -hmm. case, you know, but one of us could ask kind of what that means, right? Got uh, it. Anyways. Um, dwarves are not stereotypically greedy. Okay. Okay. So, so you dwarf, yeah, yeah, so you're going to ban... You got, you're going to ban greed. <laughs> Greedy stereotypes. Greedy stereotypes. <laughs> hmm. <coughs> I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to add... Uh, I'm going to use one word here, which is uh, sunglasses... But basically, I'm going to say that dwarves are blinded by the sun, so they Got don't it. just wander oh. around on the on the earth like no. we're used to in highly land. highly light sensitive. Very um, light sensitive. I'm going to add. I'm going to add human matriarchy. Okay. And this part of the process, we're just going to keep going until one person decides to say pass, because mm -hmm. maybe they're good with what's there. Right. Once that person says pass, just so you guys are aware mm -hmm. of what happens next, everybody else gets to finish that round. And then you're but given that Bill right. started first, like we'll end here, oh, and then good. that's it. And that way, nobody's ever done more than one thing more right, than right. anybody else. Okay. But we just keep going until. Got it. Hmm. I will say, this is one of my favorite parts of the game. Because you come in, and this is another thing about this kind of game, is sometimes with these GM-less games, because everybody's mm -hmm. so involved, unlike player GM-type right. games, people feel pressure, like they have to be creative, or they have to, mm -hmm. you know... And I've said it many times, and I think you guys heard me say it when you were doing The Quiet Year at the last con. But, like, you just got to throw in and drop, drop yep. your little stone, whatever it is, and it could be something... You know, totally expected or not that weird, but people just start running with stuff. Mm -hmm. And you end up with this weird hodgepodge of stuff. So it's all about. There are no firearms. Ooh, no firearms. Cool. Now, here's where I'm going to ask for clarification. Mm -hmm. Firearms meaning no... Uh, Chemically expelled. Right. Gunpowder type stuff. Yes. But, you know, crossbows or whatever. It's yeah, yeah right. it's still... Fantasy stuff, it's Shoots of bamboo that you fill with bird poop. Shoot a lizard man. <laughs> Get a stick. <laughs> um, benevolent dragons. Mm. Wow. All right. <laughs> you go for it. We're going to have benevolent dragons, but we're not going to have lizard men. 
Because that's just wrong. <laughs> that's sick. Um, Dude, I think that guy fucked the dragon. <laughs> Dude. No. Ink in this pen. No. <laughs> Multi spell mages. I thought you were going to no. say multi-classing. So the yeah. the clarification is that means you could have you, you could have someone who can do magic, but they do like one thing. Okay, right. all right, right. Almost like little superheroes, right? Like they've got like a power. Uh, but yeah, it's not yeah. Like this wide range, right? I mean, well, but also narrowly defined, right? Most superheroes right. have several things they do. Sure. There was there was a um, was it Bones? There was a there was a book. Now that I'm thinking about, it, there was a novel you were talking about where it was like, every, like the mages had one thing they could do. Was it the True Game? Charlie Bone. Charlie know. Bone, right. Yeah, it's a kid's series. Okay. And it's really creepy and kind of dark, and huh. everyone has some sort of power. And I think Charlie Bone's power is to be able to go into pictures. So he can go into pictures and go into the world where the picture was painted or taken. Right. So, like, you that's, can, but that's all he can yeah, do. Yeah, mages have something. So, like, if there's a mage that can, like, cast fire or something, like, that that's, that's it. That's what he does, right? So. All right. All right. All right. Hmm. I would like to have fossil fuels. Okay. So oil. Yeah. Technolo- technological yes. powered ships and, you know. Mm-hmm. That stuff. Now, again, for clarification, does that mean like steampunky stuff or not so steampunky? Less more like traditional more style. More like just people figured out we could use oil to do stuff. Okay. Not like, hey, all right, we can turn this into a fuel that we burn and makes things go. So we might have like steamships or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, more like diesel. Okay. Kind of. Okay. That, that era. All right. Fast forwarded past the simple steam boiler. All right. Mm hmm. There's a lot of interesting ideas in here in the chat room. Mm. <laughs> well, that's cheating right there. No collaboration. No <laughs> chat room. Oh. <laughs> Stu keeps coming up with all these awesome ideas. Like, we're like, Man. dude, <laughs> Stu's killing it. I know you're a creative guy, but shit. <laughs> but some of them are, are just hysterical. Dwarves are extremely flammable. <laughs> well, they are. It's the fossil fuels. <laughs> They're steeped in them. <laughs> Spoilers. I'm fairly sure I asked that question during the last Magnificent Bastards game. We walked to that house. Does it look flammable? <laughs> it seems like a lot of stuff has been burning. It's a little bit on the stouty. A lot on it's the stouty. It's a milk stout. It's a Merca stout. See, America's stout. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's your turn, Stu. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, right. You gotta keep them on. Um, it's got these multiple. He was enthralled. Yeah. Oh, you added. Oh, you added fossil fuels. Okay. More diesel even. Diesel punk, not steampunk. That's right. Which is a fascinating genre. 
ancient but dead civilization. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like that. You know what? I'm going to say pass. So that's it. Uh, and normally, if I'd said pass, we would keep going until right. whoever was first. But you know, but I was first, so there you go. Done. So at this point, we've kind of done most of the setup. Now, there's one other thing in game setup we're going to do, which is a first pass of history. So we're all going to get to create a little bit of stuff. Mm-hmm. But in this pass, we're not going to have. Um, there's not going to be any role playing yet. Uh, after we do that, and we like start like the game, then we'll see. There's a couple of other options that we have available to us. So, uh, so far we've got our, our, our uh, big picture here. We've got our bookends of history. This thing's going to kind of jump up there. Now, these <coughs> bookends are what's called periods. And you'll notice I put the, um, uh, the index card kind of a long way. Mm-hmm. Part of the game, and, you know, they talk about it in the book, so you don't have to remember this stuff, but it's, all the periods are going to be these kind of long way mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Underneath them are going to be things called events and then some other stuff called scenes. In this first pass, what we're going to do is we're each going to create a period or an event, right? Mm-hmm. An event is going to be something which has to exist within a period, right? So if I want to create some event, something that happened during the discovery of the continent or during the purging of the tall, whatever that is, then I can go ahead and do that. Or I can create another period in time. And, you know, what does a period really mean? I mean, it's, it's vague, purposefully. Mm-hmm. Right? Periods are going to be decades or centuries or maybe even a couple of years if a lot of stuff happens there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then events are going to be these kind of individual, kind of large-scale things which have <coughs> happened. Um, and within those events, there'll be these little scenes, and we'll see that's kind of like just a smaller chunk. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're going to start with you, okay. And uh, I'll put some, some of these cards over there. Now, before you write, and this is important, um, oh, we forgot to do one thing as far as these uh, the bookends. Yes. We do want to mention for each of these things mm-hmm. whether this period in time is considered light or dark, right? And when we do that, we put a little either blank circle or a kind of filled-in circle ah. on the card. Well, I think that would depend on whose perspective you're talking about. It absolutely would. <laughs> perspective of history. <laughs> and again, the game's going to be a little vague. Now, this sure. one, I think we're in a kind of a weird spot because we're right. talking about humans and dwarves, so are we talking about the humans think it's like Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I would say that, and you know, we don't have to agree here, this is my opinion, maybe dark means conflict between the two, and oh, light right. means, Wings. you know, like things have worked pretty well, because this is obviously right. what we're talking about, right. is how these two are interacting. Right. Well, I'd say that's probably the light one, because the humans arrive, and it's the there's time no, of There's nothing bad yet. Right, they have the first that. Thanksgiving, and the dwarves... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. so, this, so we just put a circle. The smallpox blankets. Right, just do that. <laughs> Sure, and then over here, this would be dark because Cause it's war. conflict. Like, it's never sure. going to be good for everybody. It's like, fuck you guys. Well, yeah, but like, for the dwarves, they're going to suffer casualties, too. It's That's not a true. good time. Right. Conflict. It's not like they sneak into the one camp of humans in the night and... Yeah, the five guys that This whole up. thing spans three years. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is two days! <laughs> um, yeah, they arrive... 
we get one thing in the middle. And, and the, <laughs> no, there's like things, but it's like every hour. It's like an, it's like a two seasons of twenty four. Right. Most ridiculous show ever. You would spend half a season, dude, just in traffic. Come on, right? it's re- ridiculous. I'm on the two ten coming to Pasadena. <laughs> you're you're downtown. I'll be there in fifteen minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's five o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday? No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. They would just keep showing Jack Bauer like listening to a podcast. <laughs> In his car, <laughs> three days later, <laughs> some guy that cut him off. That's right. Illegally uh, right. using the carpool. All right, before I write, before no. you write, yes, talk. Ah, and that's important because it could be that not that we're going to uh, collaborate with this because right. this is your thing, right? But when you are coming up with the idea, we may ask for clarification, and that'll okay. summarize it better. So well, I am. Can I ask again? Well, yes. Is he coming up with an event, or is he coming up with a period? Well, I don't know. He, what are the, oh, it can be either. Okay. I'm going to come up with a period. Okay. In, okay. Right? A period yeah. in time. Yeah. So the period is going to be um, when the humans discover the entrance to the dwarven under okay. city. Okay. Cool. Like that's that's the the moment, right? These are like these are like major points in history. Sure. Now, depending on how you look at that, and again, this is where again the game can be a little bit vague. Right. That could be an event if you wanted that to be. You know, during the, the initial time when humans first discovered the continent, right? You right. would say, oh, by the way, one of the events was we discovered okay, this portal. Right, right. So that could be an event. However, it could be that a bunch of stuff happened here. And not to say that humans and dwarves don't interact in some way here. But right. maybe humans don't really know about it or they right. just haven't discovered whatever this place right, is. Yeah. So you can make a period, which is, you know, <coughs> the humans something but if it's just discovering like a portal it mm-hmm. sounds to me almost like an event okay so maybe it's the um but it could be you know right uh, yeah i want to be like, like there's obviously some moment where even if they've seen them above ground or right. seen uh evidence of doors like there's even if they have been interacting with doors i'm just imagining there's some specific moment in time where it's like the first time they're in their kingdom Right. Right. The first time we're like, oh, it's like the humans begin to explore the underground as a period, like the incursions. Like if you think of it as a period in time, then yeah, it could be something like that, or like you know, uh, humans discover the the dwarf kingdom or whatever. You right. know, that could be a period in time, right? Because it can describe a whole bunch of different shit that happened. During right. That time, right. Right. So, so humans discover the dwarven kingdom. Sure. Right. So it has to be kind of broad enough. Broad enough to that, like you a lot of things, of things, things would happen yeah. there, right? Yeah. You can think of like you almost think of it as in the future, some historian writing this book would be like, oh, well, this was a period in time when you know, blah blah An blah. Important chapter okay. in history. Yes. Now, obviously, at this point, any period has to go between the two bookends. It can't go on the, mm-hmm. the ends outside of them. But uh, from here on out, any period you create either goes between here or here. You know, you right. start we, we filling in the blanks. around, right, yeah. That's okay. right. And everything just can move. Sure. Right? Oh, and then we have to say whether that's a... You do have to say whether it's a dark or light time. Now, whenever we say whether it's dark or light, it, it will be your call as the person who right. created that thing. But this is one of the few places where we actually do discuss it. So right. you get to say it, right. and we can kind of maybe chime in. Okay. And you decide in the end sure. if you want to change your right. mind or not. I'm, I'm imagining this is still a light time, so it's not necessarily 
they discover it because they're there with weapons of war or something, or sure. it's for a bad. It's like, oh look, here's the place for you know, I don't, and who knows like exactly what leads to that or whatever. But yeah. inherently, this time is not is not dark. So I'm gonna right. put a circle on there. All right. And uh, just for clarification, anything that comes under here could be light or dark, mm-hmm. all right? So all right. every event and every scene, <laughs> right. we will choose this, and it can totally be different. Got it. I'm going to do another period. Big period. Yeah. The Council of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Meets. Nice. Ah, they're just like, that's it. They just meet. Whatever that means. Well, oh, neat. That's cool. All right. Yeah. I have the, the big marker to do it. It's a dark time. Ooh. Well, I suppose I should talk first. Sure. No, I like. It's interesting. It's like yeah. it's like cool. a diplomatic meeting, like I mean, the Ulta, but it the fact that you're making it a period and not like an yeah. event, right? An event right. would be like, okay, they meet, right? I mean, that right. was like but, a year. But that could be, yeah. But that this could, could be, be a huge. I mean, how often do these guys meet? Like right. all of a sudden, yeah. you said it is like this kind of rare. This is a mm-hmm. huge swath of time. Dark sounds good to me. Yeah, that's interesting. Like the meat meats can be like a decade or a hundred years or something. Who knows, right? right. <clears throat> Especially for dragons that perhaps live for thousands of years. We have eleven minute lifespan. I want to make an event. Do righty. That takes place. Wait. And an event would have to take place within one of these. You wouldn't right. be able to make Beneath, one like right. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere else. I'm gonna. I want to make an event that is so sideways. Horizontal. Sideways. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I don't know how how I would phrase it. The the like the war of unity. Uh, the moment where the humans and the dwarves decided we're going. We have to work together against a common enemy. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So I'm, I'll call it the uh, the that, war of unity. That sounds cool to me. Now, because it's an event, um, I mean, War of Unity could totally work, right? I mean, that could obviously be a period, too. Mm -hmm. It could be an event, like Mm -hmm. a a singular thing, and underneath there we can explore different scenes that happen within the War of Unity. Mm -hmm. And you can always, this is one other thing is, and I don't know where you're planning to put it, it could be anywhere. There. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if it's under the Council of Dragon Meats, like obviously we can always create events that happened before, and mm-hmm. after, and this mm-hmm. is part of why you know they describe it as fractal game is just because right. you can explore all the little in betweens, right? However you want, mm. or however deep you want. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that that's perfect. Now, okay. what do you think of light or dark? Well, I mean, if we go by your definition of conflict or not conflict, it's a war, so it would have to be conflict. Sure, but let, let me put a, a, a spin on it then. Okay. So it's a conflict, but it is a time when the the dwarves and the humans are working together. Yes. So do if they look back on it, will they look back on it as a time of like a, a brighter period? Probably. Probably. So should we like you know what I mean? Okay. I buy that. There's no half circle, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's no waning or waxing moon. Nah. Good or bad. And I will say this, when you play this game, there's gonna be a shit ton of times where you're gonna be like, I don't know if it's light or dark, or you don't mm-hmm. 
And they, they have some recommendations around that. Like if you're putting something uh, like an event within this period, and the mm-hmm. period's light, and you just don't know if it's light or dark, right. they're just like, yeah, just make it the opposite. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, it just makes it a little more interesting, mm-hmm. and then you can figure it out from there. So, you know, don't don't think about it too much. Don't right. sweat it. Right, right, right. Hmm, we have an event. Events are good. Now, hmm. is there a limited number of events under each? No. So uh, you can do as much as you want underneath each Right, and that's the, fra- that's the fractal that's the thing, fractal right? Part. So you can just okay. be like, yeah, there's this stuff happening, but oh my god, the you know. battle of this and then yeah. right, yeah. <clears throat> and what ends up happening is, as much as all these things may sound interesting, by the time you're done, after however many hours you play, you're going to look back and be like, "Oh shit, we never even looked at this one or whatever." Right, right? and that happens. But you explore what's interesting yeah. to you. Right? What's interesting? I mean, that happens a lot in Fiasco, for example. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. We all this stuff out there, but it yeah. always tends to go down like two or three paths, and that's where you just kind of end up. Can't believe Mama left you the strip club. <laughs> The best opening line to a game ever. God, <laughs> amazing. Just out of the freaking blue. Okay. So I'm going to have an event down here, and it's going to be uh, uh, the last of the human cities falls. All right. And I think that's darkish. Sounds dark. Doesn't sound like a friendly banter. <laughs> we'll throw that under there. All right. I'll leave these open because I think we're mm-hmm. going to be using them all over the place. So now we've done with game setup. <laughs> all this was game setup, right? Okay. okay. We did our, you know, our uh, our his our big picture, our bookends okay. of history. We did our palette, which is the Adam Band, okay. and we've gone through one round which is called the first pass. Okay. That's all this part, right? Cool. So we set it up. Now we start to play, right? And so uh, Bill will be first, and what we're going to do is we're going to start going around. Now, before we start, before we start adding any more of this stuff, we're going to declare a focus. So you're the current player, mm-hmm. which means you are the lens, and normally you get a little token here. This will be your token. Oh, sweet. It'll, it'll be eaten soon, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> That's dangerous. I don't know. The token got lost in my belly. <laughs> Who's the big blind? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> the lens is going to decide what the focus is of this round of play. Right. And again, you know, we, we've got four players. That's like the recommended number. Mm-hmm. You can do it with more or less, but this is like the sweet spot. <coughs> so during this round of play, whatever you declare as the focus is going to be in each of our scenes. Got right? it. So maybe the focus is, you know, the Dragon Queen or, mm-hmm. I don't know, Ishtar the, the Barbarian or something like that or the Sword of whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be an object. It could be a person. It could be something, right. um, you know... The freedom or, you know, whatever, the republic of yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So whatever you declare, and it doesn't have to be something that's defined strictly, right? We might not even know what you're talking about. Right. That will be the focus, and each of us will have to have that within our either periods or events or scenes in some fashion. Right. That doesn't mean that we're stuck in a point of time, though. You could say Ishtar the Barbarian, and mm-hmm. I could go way back here and declare somebody who was... 
you know, the descend, uh, you know, ancestor of Ishtar, or I can go over here and somebody's like picking through his tomb or something mm-hmm. like that, right? So you're not stuck in a point in time with this focus, right. but you're giving us like a little bit of a, a direction and kind of, well, a focus mm-hmm. for this round of play. Okay. And this is going to change each round. We're going to kind of switch the lens so the and the next person the chooses okay. the next focus. Okay. But, uh, and then do I do I just say it or I write it down? How does you're, that? You're going to write it down, but it's going to be a little tent. Right? Ooh! So this is where we tentize something, right? Okay. You can use this one. All right. Okay. Sorry. And on it, you can put focus and then whatever. And we're going to then start adding. So then I write focus things. and then whatever it is. Yeah. But again, before you write it, I'm like, going to write focus. It. Too late. <laughs> oh! Oh! Noob. <laughs> Make at least one of those. All right. That's okay. The mic still works. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should buy some better mics. Uh, I probably paid for this mic. Damn. <laughs> 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 oh, damn well crunching if I want that. <laughs> I've got. I've got backups. There's a reason it's called Patreon. Uh, so uh, the focus is the Eternity Engine. Okay. All right. Um, that sounds cool to me. Okay. Now, did you have to define what that is? or It didn't sound like I have to. <laughs> you kind of don't. Okay. But um, I think, it, again, this isn't a discussion <coughs> thing, so we can't go like, oh, no, you know, you should check out this other thing. No, that's not it. Right. No, no. But we could go like, uh, so what's the Eternity Engine, right? And we can ask for a little bit of clarification. Sure. You can you can keep it pretty vague. You could at least tell us, for example, if you have an idea of whether it's a dwarven thing or a human thing, or is it a dragon thing, or something else. Um, right. And that way we kind of know what to work with. But you don't have to define it. I, I, see, I see this as being um, a, uh, an artifact of, the, of an ancient oh. culture. Ah. Of one of the ancient but dead civilizations. Okay. And then where, do, I, where do, I, do I just... You can leave it like kind of over here? here on the mm-hmm. side. There we go. Maybe we can all see it. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have any other questions, or is that good enough? Yeah, that's good. Artifact, yeah, we'll right. figure it out. Cool. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, at this point, we start going around, and we can do the, uh, similar to what we did before. We have one more option, however. So now, on your turn, uh, two things. You're the lens, right? Okay. That means you get a little bit of a bonus. It's mm-hmm. kind of your round. You've just, dis- you know, defined mm-hmm. what the focus is. So on your turn, you don't just define a period (coughs) or an event. You can actually make a nested thing. So you can make a period with an event in it. Okay. Or you can make an event with a scene in it. Okay. If you want to. You can also just do one thing. That's fine, Mm -hmm, too. mm -hmm. But you have a little bit of extra power. Got it. The rest of us can just do one thing, whether it's a period or an event or a scene. Now, we didn't really talk about scenes, but a scene mm-hmm. is where we're going to look at something a little bit more closely, and this is where the role-playing comes in, right? When you create a period or an event, <coughs> there's no role-playing. You just say whatever the fuck you want, and mm-hmm. you're done, right? But with a scene, there's two ways to do it. You can have a role-playing scene where we're all going to have characters, and we're going to set up like a question that needs to be answered, and we're just going to figure it out. Or you can have a dictated scene, and that's where you're going to say... Well, I want to answer a question, but I already know what the answer is. Got so it. fuck you guys, and I'm just going to tell you what it is. <laughs> fuck all y'all. Either one of those. All right. And so do I start? You start. Okay. And so and you I get, get to do two again, things. period <laughs> an event or event in a scene. Um, 
going to be so the I'm going to do a period, and I want the period to be um, a it's a it's a some length of time, whatever that is, um, that is like the uh, the the house of the house the house of Mordra or whatever it is rules, right? So it's it's like the, it's like the tutors or whatever it is, right? But there's some period of time where and it's a human matriarchy where before it before it changes over to some other or like there were like the Ming dynasties or whatever. So right. some some so that but that would be a that's a this way, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So how would I? Do I just write like the. The, the reign of Blake. yeah, right. Yeah. right. The reign of the whatever dynasty or whatever. Okay, or just the something dynasty. Okay, yeah. right. <clears throat> I like the reign. Sounds good. Sounds somewhat powerful and nefarious. Maybe it's not nefarious. I don't know. Ming. The merciless. <laughs> Ming the merciless dynasty. They probably. I bought are. this priceless vase. It contains the souls of a million dead Hawkmen. Hawkmen, <laughs> <laughs> dive! And you mentioned that this is a human dynasty, and that, yes. would, that would be a kind of question that we would normally right. have. Yeah. Right. Or I'll put human in there. Right. Yeah, and you can. But as long as we all know, like the main point is, they want to make sure everyone's on the same page. Right. All of a sudden, if somebody and I'm like, thinking that's that's there's conflict, maybe not war, but it's not a good thing. Sure. It's a it's a darkish time. Okay. Now the interesting part is again where you're going to put it because like that's another. I like it before. All right. Did it, well. And this is one of those kind of neat parts of the game is like this. Tiny I like it after. I think I, I, I think I like it after. Yeah. Um. Because something happens, and then this dynasty starts, and that's bad, and okay. probably something leads to this era happening. I don't know. Um, cool. And then, and, and then you can optionally build an event underneath this. So it has to be under this one, right? It does have to be under that one. It has to be nested. Now that event doesn't necessarily have to tie in like in a recognizable way. I mean, it has to be sure. in that period of time. Right. 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 But I mean, that could be anything. Like I don't know, you know, like the first dragon is found, or you know, the mm-hmm. dwarves invade, blah blah home, or whatever. Right. You know, it could be anything. Uh. It could be gasp. Madra mm-hmm. marries a male. Uh, whatever. Gasp. <laughs> Uh, girl on girl scene. Uh, <laughs> hot, hot, hot. <laughs> um, I've got a red it's a dark time. <laughs> Where's the X? Where's the X? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm Stu, thinking. Get the fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that there is. I didn't sign up for this. Um, I'm so glad that game was before the era of face mics. <laughs> well, if we might, we might relive that. Nope, just that scene <laughs> for posterity. I'm gonna be a. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking that there is, um, 
the the there's the the first uh, recorded or the, there's like the oh go ahead yes allow, allow me to remind you of that, that we have a focus right so that right? I need to add to and my this focus. is I'm right. reminding you not because you know I'm being a good well I guess I'm I am being a good facilitator I right. always forget this shit right when okay I play right this. right but the focus was something you set up the eternity engine and in theory right. anything we the rest of us put in here right should in some way relate to that, right? Okay. It doesn't have to be, like, front and center, but right. it should, you know, in theory, it should kind of relate right. to this focus. Um, so I'm going to have uh, an, 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 so an event, could, would an event be, since we haven't, sure. would that be something like, um, uh, like Modra the Fifth or Modra the, or something discovers the Eternity Engine? Sure. Okay. Uh, all right, so I am putting down uh, Modra Altera discovers the Eternity Engine. Altera. All right, all right there we go. Is it light or dark? Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Is it light or dark? I'm going to make it light. Does anybody have any comments? Anybody think it shouldn't be light? I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm up for discussion. Plus, it's always easier to fill in a blank circle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can always just draw a circle and then be like, "What do you guys think?" Yeah, yeah. talk about it. It's a start. Well, it yeah. could be like it could be like I mean, if this is if the eternity is some sort of technology, like, like if it's some sort of ultimate weapon or something like that, that could like maybe stop any sort of conflict that might have happened because oh look, the United States discovered the bomb and no one else has it. That kind of thing. So it may not, <clears throat> it may not necessarily be a great thing, but it may have been a time of no conflict. Sure. Right. I mean, or it could be a power source. I don't. I mean, I don't really. Right. I just like right. the name. Okay. And I thought it, you know, gives a lot of things, but it's and definitely one thing we shouldn't do is define it. Is define it <laughs> right? Like we're not. Okay. We're not yeah. discussing. I don't. I don't see the discovery of it being inherently right. bad. Okay. Maybe now, what happens with it? It's like yeah. the discovery of of atomic power. Right, isn't inherently in itself bad. It's what's done with it. Splitting the atom isn't bad. It's a lot of you know, but it depends where you're standing. Well, sure, <laughs> sure. Like when you do it, when the split happens. Like, like nuclear, like nuclear energy isn't bad. Right? There's there's right. positive and negative sure, uses yeah, yeah. for that. Right? So the, the dis- I mean, I'm cool. With yeah, that. the okay. discovery of this yeah. inherently isn't dark. Okay. Now, to that end, one thing they recommend in the book, and uh, or Ben Robbins recommends, is that if you do have ideas for this stuff, so for example, maybe Stu's like, ooh, this could be a great weapon, or energy mm-hmm. source, and I see it going this way, or whatever, um, and you've got those ideas, one thing that I think gamers sometimes need to be reminded of, I mean, not in this circle, apparently, but like sometimes just hold it close to the chest, and then, like, right, then bring it up when, right. when, it's, when it's your turn, or when you want to like have it have that impact. Okay. Right. Um, you know, but it's not a discussion game. Right. That's right. 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 Got it. But w- the way we handle this, that's how you want to handle it. Okay. Good. I'm going to add a period. All right. Now, before you write it, 
Like, think oh, about yeah, it. talk it out first. Talk yeah, it yeah. out. And, and I'm not saying, like, yeah. one of the good reasons for talking it out is because sometimes you, like, as you're writing it, you're like, uh, you end up, like, doing a lot of rewriting shit. But, yeah. The Return of the Giants. Oh. Oh, yeah. man. I'm in. All right. Because, you know, they've had a couple of down seasons. Right. <laughs> but I am convinced that they're going to get their outfield sorted <laughs> this year. And, uh. I go with dark. They do not return happy go lucky. And then where is that? Where is that? Ah. Oh. Did you move all this junk over? Alright. I just dug the like. Now if. The dual meaning of. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm hmm. <laughs> now if. Uh, how do I do a scene if I want to make a scene? Create a so, scene. if you want to make a scene, now scenes have to occur within. <laughs> 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 I'll ask the table and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get Alan here and say, call. Oh, by the way, you can't, um, go, to you can't go to Europe. That'll work. Bam! Bam. Right. Scene head. Um, scenes have to occur within events, just like events have right. to occur within periods. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to put a scene here under humans discover the Dwarven Kingdom, that can't happen yet. You've okay. got to have an event first. Right. But any of these three events, you can stick a scene under there. Okay. <clears throat> now, if it's a role-playing scene, well, think of it this way. When you're creating a scene, you want to answer a question, right? Mm -hmm. So something's going to happen. You know, you're exploring a little, you know, fragment in time. But you want to know what the outcome of this thing is, right? Like if it's the assassination of, you know, so Motra Altera. I'm looking for, it's a, I'm decision looking for point. a decision point. Okay. Right. And you may or may not know what the outcome of this is. You may already have decided ahead of time, this person's getting assassinated and I know how it's going to play out. That's a dictated scene because you're basically right. going to say what the answer is. Right. A role-playing scene is, I want this guy assassinated. I kind of don't have any idea of how I'm really going to play it out. And then I'll get to the next part, and we'll see how that works out. We're going to all get characters in some way. You're going to have more power than the rest of us as far as being able to define who is and isn't in the scene, mm -hmm. which is kind of fun. Hmm. But you're also hmm. going to choose your character last. So all of us will get to choose who we're playing before you do. Okay. And then we have a little role-playing thing until we answer the question, okay. which is who assassinated or did he get assassinated right. or whatever. Um, okay, I think the scene I want to create is going to happen here. Okay. Can it happen like before this event, like leading up to it, or no? <clears throat> I mean, think of it as it's some part, of, part of the event. part of the history. Of now, this if it's the War of Unity, and you want to say how it started, that's fine. Okay, that's still part of the All War right. of Unity, right? right? So, <clears throat> but it, it, I guess right away it already it, it, it is defined because what I'm thinking of is the dragons discover that humans have the Eternity Engine. Okay. And call a war council. Okay. Okay. So, do you want to do a dictated scene where you have the answer to this question already? Like well, why clearly, dragons, right? <laughs> There's a war at some point, right? So, so I think that was the, the outcome. Well, and, was and there, this was, right? and this, and this, what we talked about before. Maybe we should note it on the card. This is the humans and the dwarves together. Unity. Yes. Yes. Right. 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 So that's like humans <laughs> plus dwarves, right? So let's do that. Let's do a dictated scene here, okay. just so we can see what that looks like. And then okay. the next time we have a scene come up, we'll do like... I write it this way or this way? You write it that way. Okay. So scenes are going to be uh, the tall way. 
Now, there's going to be three pieces of information on that on that card. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be the top part, which is a question. Okay. So the question is, you know, for example, you might say, why did the dragons call, you know, declare war on blah? And, you know, did they declare war on humans and dwarves or just one or the other? Or do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you're defining that question, right? Um then you're going to... Uh, that's, that's the why question? That's the, yeah, the question. Okay. Why could be... Who? Who? Right, could okay. be, yeah, it's any, any question. Okay. Right. okay. Journalism thing. This question. Whose pants are these? Whose <laughs> pants are these? Why does my mouth taste funny? How did I get here? Who are you people? When does the bus show up? Why am I in a bathtub full of eyes? <laughs> okay, why did the dragons declare war? Okay. Okay. Then uh, the, s the second third of the, the card, or mm -hmm. the next chunk of the card, is going to be setting the stage. Now, normally in a role-playing scene, this is where we decide kind of where we're going to be role-playing. Are we in the capital? Are we in the council chamber? Are we in whatever? So... Your, what was the question? Why did why did the dragons declare, declare war? So, you know, we want to know where they declared war, so I'm assuming this is at the Dragon Council or whatever, yes. but you are defining where that is. So okay. what, is, what is the stage, you know, set mm. the stage, mm. like at the Dragon Council? Oh, the dra or it's inside of a volcano. Okay, yeah. there you go. Well, sure. Hell yeah, it is. Duh. <laughs> Duh. What else would the Dragon Council mean? Vulcan's table. <laughs> Tabla Vulcanus. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the last part you're going to put there is just the answer, right? Okay. Like why they declared war or whatever. Which we're going to figure out now, right? Well, are we doing? A, are you declaring it or? No, I'm not going to declare oh, that. Just, no. This is going to be a role. The, the question. Cool. The question is to uh, if yeah. I make the question why I don't know yeah, why. That, if the question no, was right. they declare war, then perfect. They declare war. Then that's so. It. You know, and the the answer is they will declare war, right? The answer, the question is why did they declare war, and we don't know what it is if it has to do with that or not, and we're going to figure that out. So this is a perfect role playing scene. What you get to do, and we'll take another card and use it here. We use a lot of fucking cards, hippie games. So you're going to be able to define up to zero, one, or two characters that must be in the scene. Okay. And you can define zero, one, or two characters. That cannot be in the scene, right? Now, these can be individuals, or they can be kind of like sets of people, that you want to be a little careful with that. So, for example, you might say the dragon lord, whatever, mm -hmm. um, has to be in the scene. Or maybe the dragon lord isn't, just like, you know, he's mm -hmm. not in the scene. You could say humans are not in the scene. Right. They, they want you to be a little careful, like, cutting mm. out, like, all s huge swaths of people just right, because right. it limits our creativity. But, sure. I mean, for this, that's a perfect sure. example. Sure, right, right, right. There's right. no humans. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, uh, you know. So you do zero, one, or two that are in and zero, one, or two, two that are out. out. Right. Now, the more you define this, keep in mind that after you do this, it's going to go around in a circle in, in counterclockwise direction, so mm -hmm. the opposite of our normal playing. And everyone's going to get to choose their character, whether they're on there or not. Mm-hmm. And at some point, if there are people that must be in the scene and you guys didn't choose it, 
well, we're kind of stuck with those characters. So you may uh. force yourself to play a certain individual by putting it in there. Ah, right. But you won't. Well, know that's usually it's why with four people, like even if you two, yeah. there's yeah, there's kind of like there's, a ro- there's still room to yeah. to do whatever you want if you don't want to take one of those characters. Or yeah, if you don't like the character, you can totally screw your neighbor. And <laughs> yes, I don't want to play the pool boy, so instead, <laughs> damn I'm it, play the tennis coach. <laughs> I have played this game once with, I want to say six. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it for just like normal play, but you know, if you're at a con and you're just kind of like showing people how to play, that's cool. Whatever, they get the feel for it. Right, it goes backwards. Goes backwards. There is nothing as bad as the. How many heal do we have in the fiasco game? After the podcast, well. 12. We had 12 in our fiasco game. It was ridiculous. It went until like 6 a.m.? No, it was basically... It was basically down into a it was, fiasco. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was just basically directed, like, chaotic drinking and laughing. Okay. You know. You, should we read those out? Oh, so yeah. The, the, well, right. at home? Uh, um, the listed in people, the high abomination smoke, mm-hmm. a dwarf emissary, yes. and dragons. Out... Are the humans. Alright. So no humans. You get to choose your first character. These are gonna be little name tents because you're gonna you're gonna play a character, right? These are a character sheets. Right. Us, right. So each of us has Got one it. of these little guys. So we've he had three. He had in. Yeah. He already so broke the rules. In a, you, yeah. Oh, oh, no, rules. You're out. Okay. You're out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Go to hell you die. But, Pick one of them but for example, off. dragons almost didn't need to be there, right? Right. You know it's going to be dragons because right. it's dragon oh, okay. council, right? Right, right, right. So it's yeah, zero, one, or two. That's right. Okay. Right. But dragons is... Oh, so you take it. So that doesn't change anything. <laughs> Wipe them off the map. <laughs> wow. Fixing his error. Wow. <laughs> so now, you can be <laughs> anybody you want, right? Right, right. I don't have to be someone on this Except list. a human, right? So like right. whatever the rules say there... I could be a team. human outside... <laughs> hey guys, what are you guys talking about? I know we just got to this continent, but I think it's important we talk. Please. Hello. shark. this is the War of Unity, seriously. <laughs> um, I shall play... The Royal Scout Vacuous. <laughs> Is that a dragon? Yes. All right. All right. Uh, I will play. Torgrim Crin, a dwarf emissary. So I'm taking one of the one of the off the card characters. All right. So now they're stuck. Oh no! No. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's one free. Yeah. There's slot, still yeah. one free slot. So if I took somebody else right now who's not on this card, then Stu becomes then Stu's stuck with the high abomination. Well, stuck with. I don't know. That's pretty badass. <laughs> no. 
I'm, I'm and gonna, you're I'm stuck as Jesus. Well, <laughs> we all know that Stewie's kind of meek. <laughs> so <laughs> he's it a would, stretch. It'd be a real hard character for him to play. You're doing it. Figure somebody else. Yeah. Out. There we go. Oh, oh, awesome. I'm, I'm gonna be smoking. Okay. I don't like you picking this pen up. It's gonna crack half it. It's a good dragon name. Uh, I went with like an atmospheric name, like smoke vacuous. <laughs> vacuous. Because he flies so high. I am Blorg the pacifist. Oh. Blorg. <laughs> Let him in here. <laughs> How many times? Well, a pacifist in our war council. <laughs> this is the war room. <laughs> the war room. There's no fighting in the, the war room. <laughs> See the big board. All right. Uh, one one last thing we do before we start um, is we reveal our thoughts. So again, we're going to go in counterclockwise direction. Starting. Uh, let me see. Did we start with Stu? No. I think starting with Dave. Same same as with the, the, the character. Oh, it advances so one? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, you chose the first character, so you're also yeah. going to do the first reveal thoughts. Okay. So we're going to go again in this opposite direction, and we're going to reveal what our thoughts are coming into this. this our character's thoughts? Our character's okay. thoughts. So, you know, kind of like, what are they, you know, why, why is the dwarf emissary there, right? What's he trying to do, or, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be too intense, but just like, you know, what's your goal? in the scene, right? It may or may not have to do with whatever the scene's about. It may or may not have to do with our focus, if that's part of the scene or not. But, you know, it's just your thoughts. Uh, we'll do that, then I'll talk about playing the scene, and then we'll just action. Right. Yeah. I'm here to report the, the fact that the humans have massed an army in the ruins to the south. They seem to be defending them for some reason. And I don't know why, because they're way down there, and I'm way up here. I've got right. good eyesight, but I'm not like they're buildings. <laughs> um, Torgrim has been um, asked here as a representative of the dwarves. Um, he is here to hear what the dragons have to say against. They're not an enemy, but they're not necessarily friends. Dwarves are not sure at this point in history what to make of the humans, as it seems they are amassing some kind of power that the dwarves don't understand. Okay. Uh, The Abomination Smoke is very concerned. This is one of the first councils in a while. And is worried that everybody's going to think that he is ugly. <laughs> um, Blorg, Blorg is going into this to convince his high abomination that the Eternity Engine is not a real threat. All right. So we've said our thoughts. The next thing we're going to do is play the scene. I'm going to mention one or two things about the role-playing before we start, just because we're used to playing role-playing games like, 
you know. We have a conflict. Where are the dice? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of role playing. Um, but we're also used to playing role playing games where we create, we control a character, and we kind of don't. Sometimes, depending on the game, we sometimes reveal what we're th- our thoughts mm-hmm. are. Sometimes we don't. We're just telling you what we're doing, and like our thoughts are within our head, and that's it, right? In this game, you can do a little bit of both, right? So the idea, like, I'm, we own this character now, but the rest of the game sure. gives a shit, right? So the main thing is we want to say what our character is doing and saying, you know, but we're also happy to kind of reveal thoughts. That's mm-hmm. fine, too. Okay. Um, uh, one thing I forgot to mention is, uh, well, I'll talk about it another time. You can speak truth or hearsay. Anything you say could be fact, right? I could say, like, well, we've already destroyed that city. Well, I guess we destroyed that city, right? I mean, that, maybe that's fact. But maybe I just said, I thought we destroyed that city. That could just be, that's what I heard from my, you know, royal scout, and mm-hmm. who knows if we really did or not. So if I am saying it, and I want to say it's fact, like I was there and I destroyed it, you know, mm-hmm. you can feel free to say it. Um, if it's just hearsay, like, I'm saying that, but I don't really know, that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that for every fact that you say, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, in some cases it helps. Uh, and feel free to, like, think out loud, you know? But uh, I think that's it. We're going to start role-playing, and the only goal is really to answer our question, right? The question was... Why did the dragons declare war? So, at some point, we figure out why the dragons declared war. At that point, we call scene. Mm-hmm. whether we like to or not. So it may be that more interesting stuff is going to happen, but we're going to kind of have to stop there because right. we've answered the question. Okay. And that's good too, right? Who let this little thing in here? I was summoned by you. And you're kind. I am here to listen. Is that true? Yes. We are greatly concerned about the humans to the south. They have taken up residence in the ancient city. The ugly ones? The taller than them. Hideous creatures. Mm. But not as tall as our ancient rivals. At this point, I turn and I look in my mirror, which is massive, and I just kind of like, I'm, I'm like the ugliest dragon in the room. Like one of my wings like is fucked teeth. up. Like <laughs> seriously, like one of the one of the teeth looks all right, and the other one's all jutting out the side. I've got like sores everywhere, but oh. I'm just, you know, because <laughs> you don't leave the chamber ever, <laughs> so you have like bed sores. It's like the Howard Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Long toenails. He's got giant <laughs> tissue boxes on his claws. <laughs> giant barrels of urine in the wall. <laughs> Dragon urine. It is true. They have become more powerful. We are not sure how. But they have taken... An abandoned city. Have they done anything overtly hostile? (laughs) 
they have taken no action against us. But I think that's only because they fear our power. If they have discovered something or are making progress towards something, they may get uppity. But they are ugly. They are. By far the ugliest creatures not represented in this room. Tall, sinewy, lanky creatures. (laughs) They do not know the earth. They also do not know the sky. Well, what say you? All they are guilty of is invading an empty city. But it was our empty city, was it not? Perhaps long ago. But we have not laid claim to it. Have we laid claim to it? Not since we ousted our ancient enemies. Well, how long ago was that? 5,000 years. So it's still our city? It is indeed our territory. Mm. That puts an interesting twist on it. Well, we can easily vanquish them on our own, can we not? If we needed to. Were the need there, which I do not believe it is, we could. Hmm. But perhaps we can get our friends here, quietly spoken, to do the work for us. Perhaps. And then you wouldn't have to sully your weak claws. (laughs) Do you have that disorder? My grandmother had that. (laughs) (laughs) My claws are not weak, Lord Smoke. Mm. As two of your scars will attest. (laughs) Big fire (laughs) that goes over you and then just kind of like, whatever. Stay cautious. (laughs) (laughs) He is in a good mood today. And what? Torgrum? Is that it? Torgrum? Yes. <laughs> what a name. What do you say? Do you accept these, these creatures running around your kingdom? They are not in our kingdom. Hmm. We are the lords of the underground. That's not what I heard. Then you have heard wrong. Perhaps there is too much smoke in your brain. You're a feisty one. Is that armor fireproof? Only one way to find out, I would say. It is not fireproof, and he he dies in the flames. 300, right there. (laughs) I guess we will have to do this ourselves, then. (laughs) We must declare war. The dwarves will not do our bidding now. So, Torgrim Krim, the dwarf army, sorry... And Prince of the Kingdom will not return. <laughs> the benevolent dragons. <laughs> so was our question answered? I, I think our question is answered. Okay. And, and the answer, well, should we have a consensus about what the answer is? So it, se- it seems like the answer is there's there, he gets haughty. 
right, is is destroyed, and then they're like, well, I guess we'll have to remove these humans themselves. Well, why, why did the dragons declare war? Was the question. Well, it's over their it's is their it territory. In, the incursion. It's their yeah. territory, right? Yeah. Their territory has been taken. Now, what's cool is we know, like, even though it doesn't answer the question, we kind of know this all has to do with the War of Unity. Right. And this has kind of set some seeds for maybe why the unity happens, like right. why the oh, wars sure. aren't, yeah. right? Oh, right? We don't have to answer it here. We don't have to talk anymore about it. And that's like the end of scene, and we're done. Mm-hmm. Okay. This goes underneath that, or? It just actually goes just underneath. Okay. Yeah, like underneath that? It. Okay. So we're done. Um, all right. So uh, these guys are done. These characters may come up again. That's entirely oh, well. up to us, right. whether we have scenes there and they're relevant. Uh... Oh, All right. one important thing to, um, it's probably useful to keep this. Let's throw like this over here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take all the little character names. Oh, okay. And put Let's them grab with them. The reason why is especially if you're going to be doing one of these games where um, you're thinking of turning it into a campaign or something like that. Uh, if we're going to be playing this for four hours or, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe even two sessions, some people do, you right. know, if you want to get like a really big thing going. Like, these characters, you may want them to come up again, right? Or right. they're, again, their ancestors or descendants, right. right? Right. So we've named whatever this, you know, the Royal Scout Dragon is, or Prince, now we've added mm-hmm. Prince, Torgrim, whatever. And, you know, all of a sudden you may have, you know, his great-grandfather come up in some period or something right. like that. But, uh, all right, so, what am I going to add to this little mix? I'm going to run in real quick and make sure my kids went to sleep. Oh. Oh. Allie just said, stop texting me, I'm trying to sleep. Okay, well, that must, must have resolved it. In all caps, like just like a grandpa. <laughs> nice. I'm Get off my lawn. Stop texting me, I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to sleep in here. Scrap and dip and dip and dip. gadgets, making noises tonight. Oh, dingy, ding, dong, dingy. Sounds like there's a bee stuck in my ass. <laughs> That's where you want to be. <laughs> Time to fumigate. <laughs> when I read uh, Squishy Turtle and Friends, the dash, each page has its own voice. It's like the whale is like, you know, a lake's too small, the call is home. So there's an octopus. <laughs> I don't know why he's always like, the octopus looks really great. Instead of two arms, he has eight. For some reason, that's the octopus <laughs> voice. I have no idea where it came from or why. But he's like the old crotchety Wild West octopus. <laughs> Used to be the best gunslinger. That's right. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch, like, in 10 or 20 years, what's going to happen to this kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be high overlord, uh, high abomination <laughs> smoke. Yeah, good old smoke. Good old um, smoke. All right, I'm going to say uh, we're going to do something under Humans Discover the Dwarven Kingdom. Mm-hmm. No, maybe even earlier. Humans Discover the Continent of mm. Dok Ulan. Uh, I'm going to have uh, the one of the Dwarven Sages hides the Eternity Engine. Okay. Somewhere. Um. Yeah. So it's an event. It's going to be an event. The Dwarven Sage. I don't know. Tarsa. 
hides the Eternity Engine. <coughs> in the ruins of Ta'al. There you go, you got an apostrophe. Ta'al! Oh. oh, we didn't talk the about whether of this the was a light or dark Oh, oh again! Oh, look again! All the the tall. Oh, oh god! Yes. It just keeps creeping in oh, everywhere. No. So many layers. <laughs> dark. Oh yeah, it seems like that's pretty dark. That doesn't end well. Yeah. The I the died. Dark <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the uh, hiding the Eternity Engine? I want to actually say that's a light thing. Yeah, that seems good, yeah. right? Because whatever yeah. whatever it is, it There's seems like it could be it can be a positive or a negative thing, and so is he going to hide I'm, it? I'm going to say it's positive. Where are these humans? No, is, it, it, is it under when the humans got there, or the way? It's actually it's under when the humans discover the continent. Okay, right. So it's before the humans discover the dwarven kingdom. Got it. So okay. Way back sometime. All right. Now. We've gone through kind of one circle, but we haven't finished the circle yet. Right. Our lens is still Bill. And so... Whoa, that was a lot of... Lenses. I know. Oh, look at all those hearts. How romantic. I know. It's because it's my wife. I don't know if you're watching now, but I love she was. you. <laughs> Romance on the table. That's right. She's in. She was in there. I oh, nice. want pep- oh, seventeen people. I I want know? pepperoni. <laughs> the shape of little spicy hearts. That's right. Make a pepperoni pizza, but pepperoni in the shape of a heart, and then put the little fishies in there. Oh, anchovies! I love anchovies on pizza. I don't. I hate them, but Elspeth loves them. So I does she? Them. Yeah, good. She's an anchovy girl. You guys can have all the anchovies. <laughs> You get to still end it. So you got to do okay. a nested thing. Right. We all did one thing. Right. Now that it's your turn again, again, you get but, to do a nested oh, thing. Oh, because there's no... This is the thing. Oh, so now I do a nested... So I do another you one. You get to kind of like finish off this Ooh. little uh, round, this turn. Okay. So again, you can do a period and an event. You can actually right. do an event and a scene. If oh, so scene I start with nested. two and I can end with two? That's wow, right. it's crazy. So being the focus is kind of... And you define the thing, so you get to... Sure, right. Um, so... Now, does he still have to take the focus into account? He does. Yes. All right, um, <clears throat> all right so she discovers the Eternity Engine. That seems like that's a good place to do... Now, keep in mind, if you want to do Can't two things, nest. they have, have to, to be nest. nested. Now, you could do oh, a separate right, right, event right. that's right. around this period, either just before or after here, and then a scene in there. Got it. You can also say, fuck it, and just put a scene. Like, you don't have to do two right, things. Right, 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 right. You know? Okay, I'm going to do one thing for sake of brevity. Um, okay, so I want to do, do a scene. So the first thing I have to do is come up with a question, right? So I want it to be a, a scene in... Her discovering the Eternity Engine. Um, so the question is now, with the question. That? Right. Some hints are um, uh, you can be specific. You can be very. Uh, 
make it a, a very leading question, mm-hmm. like, you know, how did she discover it in this place? You know, right. that, that way you've already kind of said where it's going to happen. But how did how right. did it happen, right? Right. So you can make it leading if you want or not. Um, making it kind of like an obvious question, that's cool too, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I mean, hmm. whatever. Um, I am going to the. Uh, this is just. I'll say the question. Sure. Like so, does uh, Modra Altera keep the discovery a secret? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Right. Is that, like that okay? Yeah. All right. So, does Modra Altera keep the discovery? A secret. All right, and then uh, so in the so now you said the question scene. right. So the scene oh, the is stage. like yeah, yeah where, where the stage. Happening? Where is this right. thing? Um, so this is uh, so this so the scene is uh, in the ruins of Taal. Sure. Okay. General, and then we, the might, rest we might drill playing. that down, right? Right. Okay. And then, so at that point, like, I mean, we can. Put oh, and then I'm we'll and then I'm doing later. the in and then out. Then you do the yeah. Who's in? Who's out? Okay. So out are going to be dragons. Right. There's okay. no dragons in this. So just like the humans were out of the other scene. Um, I sense a theme here. In is going to be uh, Modra. Altera and uh, a human a human engineer so someone who knows about Fossil fuels and mechanics, like any of that kind of stuff. Sure. So now we go. Op- I mean, and you're done with your. Yeah, yeah, like the, yeah, two ins and one out. Okay, great. So we're going to go uh, opposite playing direction. Right. And again, we're going to do this thing. Come with lots of cards. That's, That's good. All right. I am going to be. Uh, I'm going to be the Dwarf Scout Prisoner. This happens here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to have a name, a given name. It's going to be something you guys named me, probably. Uh, I don't know. Dirt Beard. Dirt beard. In quotes. So that's going to be me. I'll be Madra Altera. Altera. There you go. It's, uh, my uh, cousin, he knows somebody that works at that huh. big uh, Miller Brew plant out there. Mm-hmm. Irwindale. Is that where you got that? And like 
they, she <coughs> brings random samples over to his house all the time of like stuff that they've just started bottling there and shit. <laughs> shit they can't sell. <laughs> I mean, of. Uh, <laughs> Did we ever brew a dragon's piss? No. We have Jack's. Oh, wait. Uh, I want to say we did. That was one of the beers we did. Because there was Brain Hammer. Maybe But we I did. think we did a dragon's piss. We may have. Yeah. What's the MO of a dragon's piss? I don't even, I don't even know. It was, I mean, Those, That era of beers was all, all pretty terrible. Yeah, they were all not good. I shall be slave master Goldrock. <laughs> nice. All right. So I'm the human engineer then. Uh, see that. Right. Here we go. So I am. Um, I just like the opportunity to like add a whole facet to human civilization. Yes. They have slaves. This is actually not that bad because it's not very sweet. But it's hard orange. So it's it might be sacrilege to some, but I love. I get the uh, bullet rye, and I, I just get Coke Zero, and I love that mix. Just that sweet and bourbony. Mm. All right, so I am uh, Barn Barn Matal. I'm a human engineer. Nice. Okay. So then we start with you. So you pick first? we're gonna yeah we're gonna start with me because I picked first. We're gonna reveal our thoughts, right? Um, so Dirtbeard is just trying to figure out how he can get the fuck out of here. He's slowly working on his uh, shackles because you know human engineering is substandard, but they do have some methods which you know are are kind of beyond what I've seen before. So it's taken me a long fucking time, but these shackles are starting to come loose. And I'm just waiting for that opportunity. I'm tired of being told to like follow these paths down these caverns that you guys obviously can't traverse on your own. Um, I have absolutely no idea what to do with this thing. And I, I'm looking for advice. I'm totally looking for my opportunity to marry into the ruling family. <laughs> uh, and I am absolutely fascinated by this thing that we have found. I've never seen anything like it, and I could see this becoming my life's work on trying to figure out what it is and how it works. Uh, to review before we start the question, it's always good to review the mm-hmm. question because you want to know like yep. what we're working toward. Does Madra Alteria keep the discovery, discovery secret? Mm-hmm. All right. I, it, it's a small hole. If, if you let me in there, I'm, I'm sure I can I can get more information about how it works for you. You, you might even loosen these up. I mean, where could I go? It's a, I, it's a I closed don't know, cavern. But, but of course, I must examine this. My guy, I don't even, you have, I'm sure, no training. You and your strange... Obviously, it's a dwarf artifact. I would know more than anyone how it works. I'm, 
have no... This looks nothing like anything we have found that your people have made. Well, nothing that you would recognize. Yes. Our journeys into your kingdom have revealed none of this technology. Uh, it's, it's old. Yes, it looks ancient. It appears to be of some design unlike anything that has ever been seen before. No, it, it, it looks like stuff that we do. We just do it on a smaller scale. Worried that she's going to beat me again because she's done it many times up to this point in time. This was very well hidden, was it not? Yes. <clears throat> hidden recently, yes? More recently than this ruin would lead us to believe. Someone was in possession of this before us. Yes, you, I'm, I'm moving things aside and I'm... Try and peering through the hole. Aziz, where I can see light. <laughs> Aziz, light. Um, Yet they, they risked losing it by hiding it. Yes, it is. It is very evident that these some of these stones were placed here, not that they had fallen happenstance. And and but it looks to be very carefully that there is, Perhaps as far as I can see, nothing is than we think. Nothing has fallen on it. It's it, it's not like it was here and something crumbled around it. I I, I can see that it's. There's a strange glow. It, it, it seems whatever it is. Dirtbeard, who's actually a very educated dwarf, you know, before he became a slave, is reading the ancient druin, like the dwarven uh, ruins that are up there, and they say things like, you know, do not enter, turn back, don't touch. But he's not saying <laughs> the fucking thing. He's hoping right. like one of you guys are burning yourselves on it or something. Whatever it is, it was it was carefully hidden. I agree with you. It was carefully hidden, and and it must be immensely valuable, if nothing else. And 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 it seems to be operating in some way. I can you assess its capabilities, its I, scale? I I I don't even know what it does yet. But yes, it is. It is what I I, 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 will, I will study this. I will make it my life's work to study this. I, I must I can see that there are small stones and, and lights that are coming through them and and I I hear some faint humming. There's something here and it, it seems to be much larger than what we can see. How many workers do you require for this effort? If we were to hurry it along for slightly shorter than your life's work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I would imagine we, if we wanted to excavate it, I would need 30. <laughs> Begin the digging. <laughs> and our great lady requires her thought tea. <laughs> Brew it. So it seems like it's not going to be a secret if we've got thirty people. Well, so, so oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. All right, so, so we don't know yet. We don't is, know yet. This is fair. So right. in the game, at some point, you're like, "Wait, did we answer the question?" And right. you might go like, mm, "Okay, no, but maybe not yet. yet." All right, so like, because right. we, we don't mean we don't know. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, because thirty slaves could easily be just left in a cave, dead. <laughs> sure, <laughs> especially with slave master Goldrod <laughs> running the show. 
This thought tea is only 132 <laughs> degrees. You know that it must be brewed at 138. Um. Oh, great, mistress. Yes. Let, let me go in. I will. I will get you more information. Information that that these these humans can't get. I can fit in that hole. I I know of 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 ancient talk of these artifacts. Tell me of this talk. There, there is great discussions of of uh, see see that see that that little that panel up there with the the three boxes that looks not dissimilar to a dwarven thing that we use even now in our cities. What is the function of the three boxes? Uh, well, um, that's a great question. The function is <laughs> that when you when you hit one of the boxes, then it opens up a, a panel into another uh, a door that goes somewhere that you normally wouldn't be able to go. I, I mean, these panels might be completely different, of course, but only through experimentation would I be able to get you the answers. You saying the dwarves have teleportation technology? Telewa. Uh, so you are saying that there are portals that can open into other places that, that you normally you, can't go, and that you dwarves can do this. You, you have these things, right? They're they're just doors. And you are saying that you press the button and it opens the door. But that button, or some button that looks like that, that thing right there. I I don't know. Press it. Well, you're the expert. You press it. I wouldn't press. Have that him that press it. <laughs> Begin the pressing as you are commanded. I walk up there hesitantly, and I look at the ruins above. I look down, and I press the button. Breathe a sigh of relief. Nothing happens. I only press one of the buttons. Shrug. Either his lies are revealed, or dwarven technology is unreliable. I believe that it is both. Ah. I do not think that he knows anything of this thing. I do think his kind may know something of it, though. They must not know that we have this. We must keep it to ourselves. And as as she's saying that, he, he looks like, and he pushes the other buttons. Uh, one of the buttons gets pressed, and some whirring and deers, some some humming starts. Yes. You know, like lights start showing, shining somewhere. Uh, and he just books it uh, with his shackles on. Tries to just run. He has disabled the shock cuffs. <laughs> Pursue him. And then, like that's the second button, and the third button. Like uh, a light comes comes down from above and just like disintegrates my guy. Okay. Because I think it's good if all my characters die in every scene. <laughs> okay. He was correct. Study of this artifact was his life's work. <laughs> so it's a secret, right? We've yes. answered it. Okay. Yes, answered. All right. Uh, all right. So so then we, so uh, wait. Is there? Is that that's everything that's on there? Uh, so we need to answer the question. Oh. So the answer. Um, yes, it is. Slave kept a Master Goldrock. 
Sir, yes. It, it is already ten. How, how much longer do you want to go? This is entirely up to us. Well, we'll finish this because okay. this is uh, definitely this this round. Right. So, so the, and this yeah. was uh, there. Okay. Okay. So at this point, we've finished one turn of play, right? So we had a lens. The lens declared a focus, right? The focus was the Eternity Engine. And you can see how during that round of play, that kind of gave us a little bit, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. a focus, the, the reason why right. that word is yeah. used. So we kind of were exploring roughly similar things, even though we could go kind of anywhere as far right. as sure. it goes, right? right. And that's one of the freedoms of the game. Right, and we did. We were in a couple different times. Right. And, and the thing that's, uh, to me is right now is just like, we don't know how long this was to this. Right. Like that, we have done. That could be 20 years. That could be 5,000 years. Right. <laughs> like, right. you don't know. Um, so at this point, we finished one round. Now, there's a couple things you do to clean up that. So this is one of the most confusing parts of the game is they say that you choose a legacy, and you get to choose a legacy. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. No, it goes, I think, the player to the right. So okay. again, the opposite direction right. here. I would choose a legacy. A legacy is something that kind of came up maybe again and again through the game, mm-hmm. uh, through this round, that uh, we may want to remember or kind of you know keep in play or something like that. So, for example, um, you know, it could be only through the role-playing that we find out, you know, I don't know, dwarves are, you know, stupid and self-centered, or mm-hmm. dragons are, you know, very into their image, or whatever, right. you know? And so, at that point, you could say something like that, and it could be, a, it could be something, again, physical, you know, uh, it could be just kind of a, a generic thought thing or whatever. could be like the sword of something, maybe that came up mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. or twice. Um, in, in theory, the legacy, like the Eternity Engine, could be something that came up as a legacy. But because it was right. the focus, that wouldn't really sure. drive. But again, like, let's look at what we did. Can you guys see, like, without me defining anything, is there anything that we had come up that was a legacy? Something that may come up again through play and is like a reoccurring theme in our history? Ooh. To all? That came up a couple times. Yeah, it did. Right? right. The ruins of Tall, and we don't know what right. that is, right? right? So, for example... Well, and the fact that, that yeah. the ruins to All here got stated like, oh, yeah, our enemies from 5,000 years ago, So, which is, it seems like from the discussions, is back here somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right? So, a legacy could be like Tall, right? Mm-hmm. And you could say Tall, or you could say like, you know, the kingdom of Tall, or the orcs of Tall, or mm-hmm. whatever you wanted right. to. And that would be some kind of legacy. You leave it there. It's almost, think of it as almost a reminder for all of us that mm-hmm. that's something that we may want to draw in A common again. thread. That right. right. That unites yeah, some part, aspect of the story. A lot of times, just like many of these things, this may be forgotten and nobody gives a shit. That's cool, too. Right. If nobody gives a shit, then we don't give a shit. Like, the whole point is we're exploring the stuff that we find interesting. Right. So, once we've done that, um, then... Uh, Oh, that's interesting. Well, anyways, then we would set a new lens, so we would pass mm-hmm. the uneaten uh, <laughs> chocolate here. It survived. <laughs> it survived, I know. <laughs> Hundreds of years, even. So we pass it over to the next player, and then uh, they do the same thing. They declare another focus. Now, this focus doesn't go away. It just kind of sits there. It's no longer right. the focus. Right, but it, it is something that is, right. But, but like these legacies, it's something that's there, and it kind of reminds us of something right. that's in play right. that might be important. So, so you would declare a focus, and right. you do the same thing. Nested things. Think we can do one more round if we go fast. If we go fast. All right. Yeah. Now that we know how like the thing works. And one other okay. nice thing about this game is 
if you decide at some point we want to go fast, because right. a lot of times this will happen in con games, is right. uh, we got to explore one or two role-playing scenes. And role-playing scenes can be fun. It's a role-playing game. That's kind of why you do it, mm-hmm. right? But they probably take the most time. Right. So, so you can do the declarative. You can also do the declared schemes, and then that's just faster. It's right. just like setting up the rest All of the right. stuff. Right. Oh, we didn't declare whether that was... Uh, yeah, dark or light. Dark or light. I get that shit every time. Uh, uh, that seems like that was light because it's going to stay hidden. Okay. Does that make sense to you guys? Or, or is it dark because I think it obviously has some kind of weaponized ability? <laughs> yeah, I think it's going, to, it's going to lead to conflict. At okay. some point or another. All right, I'm good with me. I would make it. I would immediately talk to me in dark. Because she kept it secret, does that mean that she prevented conflict from happening now? So maybe that's a good thing. Oh or yeah, yeah, could yeah. Be. yeah. That's kind of the way I see it. Is like, yeah. okay. okay, it's like she discovered it. They go like, oh, that just did a really bad thing. We can't right. let the dwarves know we have it, right? Because yeah. that will a- that will absolutely lead to conflict, right? right. All right, okay. And again, this is the way we handled this just now. Mm-hmm. That's the intention of the game. Right. This part is a discussion. Mm-hmm. Everything else is not. Right. Right. <coughs> what is our focus? I think our focus shall be. My focus is going to go to use the uh, laboratory. It's a laboratory. The giant lords. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. And again, perfect, right? Perfect. We just we declared this at some point, right? That's like mm-hmm. a great focus, right? All right. Uh, I don't remember what. Then you, you make two things. I immediately go into making my two things. Okay. Nested. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you do two, it's All nested. Right. This is pretty cool in terms of. Like, oh yeah, I'm thinking yeah to, for world building. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, the thing is, because then everybody's because we've been in. To, we've been talking about like having a happy jacks yeah setting and everyone like at one con everyone runs something in that setting. Mm-hmm. We could use something like this to build that setting. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think I'm going to do an event. Right, because because we could we could. Way short in the time frame if we want. Like the bookends could be way closer. Right, yeah, yeah. If it helped, yeah. you know, like as we try to figure out, like, okay, where we want the setting to be? Is it like in a single kingdom over the span of the life of one of the one regent or who knows, right? right? You know? So it's kind of you could even have it be like a, a single journey. Like if the micro, like if you start with your bookends really small, it's like mm-hmm. this is like when the when the spaceship leaves, and this is when it arrives at its destination. Right. right? We're saying like you could you could actually make these the the bookends a lot shorter. Oh yeah. Right. Like this. Like this. Like this could be a trip. Like this is when the starship leaves. This is when it arrives. A month later. Or it could be like this thing. This right. Is whatever. When the family gets in the car. Mm-hmm. And this is when they get home from vacation. And right. This, this is when Dad pulls over. <laughs> right. No, no, that's an event in here. <laughs> right immediately. Uh, so my event is going to be the Sky Landing Craft arrive. All right. From the giants. 
So that's the Return of the Giants. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. That's a dramatic return. Because they... Yeah. Right. And then is there a nest under it? There will be. Okay. But I'm, I'm deciding... Oh, is that good is, or uh, bad? Um, well, if the Return of the Giants... So the whole thing is bad. But I think this is not. Yeah. That could be like a, oh, welcome these hey, great look, gods. To, oh, what <laughs> is this? From okay. All right. And maybe it starts out great. Yeah. Right. You never know. Could be bits like, right. oh. And then I'm going to do a nested scene. I like that for the most part, events are not inherently bad. Things so, that happen after that can be what makes them bad. So to do a All declarative right. scene. Yes. So we're going to go through the same process. We're going to start with a question. What is it we're trying to answer? Right? Um, you know, either maybe a reaction to this. Maybe it's how did it go bad if, you know, we declare that it's good and it, you know, it doesn't end good. Um, but, you know, again, some small fragment of time, some, some singular thing that happened during this time. So, like, as a question, yeah. are their intentions peaceful? Sure. Um, you want to probably frame it in our game so far it's kind of in the context of somebody right so maybe almost like you know uh, how the humans react to it or do the humans you know or do the giants declare war do you know what I mean so are their intentions peaceful well no that that could be a fair question right it's kind of from the the perspective of the giants I guess right like their intentions yeah it's the the intentions of the giants are well, it maybe even pr- from the perspective of the humans, like these crazy giant stone flying craft have arrived. Right. Sounds like Zardoz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just vomiting weapons. No. <laughs> just, <laughs> is that a good thing? They can't be firearms, so it's just like crossbows and shit. <laughs> like oversized, they're ballistas because yeah, right, they're massive. Ballistas. Zardoz. <laughs> Obey. Ah. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, I'll go with it. Okay. Are their intentions peaceful? So, we've got a question. The next thing you do is you're still going to set a scene, like, where is this question answered? Is it when they first land? Is it, you know, some, I don't know, some council hall, whatever, right? You're going to set a scene, but you're just going to answer the question. So instead of us declaring, like, all these characters that play in it, and we're going to choose them, we're not doing that part. But we're just going to kind of, you know, set the scene and answer the question. So I think the scene will be the great plaza of Ta'al. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Legacy. Our legacy. So the question, Stu, is: um, Are the are their intentions peaceful? Right. And it's taking place. The scene is in the Great Plaza of Ta'al. Okay. But it's de- but it's a declarative, so we don't play any characters. Okay. Then Dave's going to tell us: Are their intentions peaceful? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to. Say something, but that so it's it's like a question. giant, the giant version of Mars attacks, right? Like they show up, everybody's out there, like yeah, hey, everybody, and then they come out just boom, like just a horrible beam of death evaporates a whole mess of humans. 
like, oh, no, it's, it's like, um, it's an ID4 when they're on the roof. Like, oh, yay! <laughs> like, oh, that's not good. They say, like, oh, hey, look, here they are. And, like, the first one steps out and just, <laughs> oh, God. We would like to remind the citizens of Los Angeles not to fire weapons at the alien craft. <laughs> uh, so this is dark. Yeah, okay. that's just a bad went real bad. All right. So now, again, we go through. We each get to do one thing. It can be a period, event, or scene. And remember, we can do new periods, too, at any time. Right. right? But we just get to do one. Focus is the giant lord. Yeah, that's um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dragons intervene. All right. Is that an event or is it a? I think that would be an event. Yeah. And what's it attached to? Is that after no death? <laughs> All right. Because the dragons are benevolent. Oh. Benevolent. Oh. Their ancient enemy, the the giants. That's right. Right. Are not. I'm gonna say here. I'm gonna go way back earlier in time mm-hmm. and say that the uh, the giant lords commission an eternity engine from Sage Tarsa. Nice. Uh huh. I will say that's a dark event. Actually, in fact, I'm going to put commission in quotes. <laughs> I don't think that was a very friendly commission. Ah. Do a I'll, build for I'll us. I'll print yours up and have it up. We're going to move them around a little bit. I no. I, yours I is was just thinking. Up. No, no. It is. I <laughs> promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> was he they like looking at the wall all the time? Yeah, no, his character's like. not there. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Every time he's there. There were people that asked yesterday about how they could get art on the wall. Okay. And I said, send it in to Stu, and if he likes it, he makes it printed, and yeah. up he goes. Yeah. That's so awesome. Because um, I can't draw. Which good. I can so make circles that are empty lords. or dark. <laughs> I can make ovals. <laughs> True. <laughs> You draw great rhinos, though. Off circle. I draw fantastic rhinos, but only from the top down. Um, 
So if I do a scene, I want to put it under the dragon's intervene. intervene. Sure. Um, so the question is, the question is, how how did the high abomination smoke defeat the leader of the giant lords? Hmm. Is that because you said it's going to be leading questions? Yeah. Yeah. Is this going to be one that you just answered like I did, or I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking about that. And again, what's cool about all of these type of uh, the way this works is simply by saying that smoke exists here and maybe he existed over there. We've mm-hmm. already determined lifespan or other stuff mm-hmm. that may or may not have been kind of said out loud before, right? Right. Like so far, we don't know. We okay, we've guessed that dwarves, uh, dragons live a long time. We don't know how long dwarves live. Right. Right. That somebody's gonna. Set some kind of tone. Be like over here, like the return of Sage Tarsa. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, whoa. Left to their own devices, dwarves live forever. Sage Tarsa's Kinsidira <laughs> is over here. <laughs> yeah. like, dwarf years are very long. <laughs> All right, so the question is how did Battle Wing Leader smoke? Defeat the giant lord <laughs> Bahum. <laughs> Bahum. Uh, and then, where does this fight where does take, it place? take place? Um, um, it takes place at um, place on the peak of Mount. Krakarala. All right. And how are we doing on time? Do we have time to do a role play one? Uh, if it's short. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we you know we'll make a turn. All right. They've been fairly short. Yeah. I'm pretty short. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna do an in and an out. Um, in is got to be battle wing leader smoke. Um, and. I think Giant Lord Bahum has to be in here too, it seems. Um, and no outs. Alright. And this goes that way, right? Flexibility there. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Fell on the floor, did you get a new one? Five It'll second, work. Five second roll. Lost teeth. My fucking neck is coming, man. What's up with that? I don't know. I have to figure out. I have to figure out what's wrong with it. Did it just start? Like, did it start up recently? Uh, no, nah, about a month. Why is that? What are you wearing? It's a heating pad. That was like a sanitary. No, it looks like one, but yeah, it's not. It's, it was, a, yeah. it's a heating thing. It's got like oh. chemicals chemicals in it Pouches, that when yeah. when you open it up and expose it to the air, it starts heating up. Wow. Yeah, it, it helps a lot. But yeah, I've got this one muscle for some reason. When I, whenever I'm like sitting for a long period of time, 
it'll just start to. Hmm. Right. I'm going to be uh. Lieutenant Dirtbeard the Eighth. <laughs> Makes a return. The return of Dirtbeard. And Dirtbeard is now said with pride. And owns it. Yeah. Blarg the Wingman. Who All later right. be, who because later of became a <laughs> Alright, so that means you either have to be Smoke yeah, or you have to yeah. be the giant lord Bahum. I shall be Battle Wing Leader Smoke. Alright. The most handsome of all dragons. All right. Maybe at that point he was handsome. He yeah, was. right. Because he's about to get Oops. fucked up in a fight with the giant lord. Mm-hmm. His wing can get crippled. His tooth can get snarled. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, so thoughts. Um. <clears throat> Lieutenant Dirtbeard the Eighth is um, from comes from a long line of dwarves, and he knows it. Um, but he's a coward. But he, you know, he needs to prove himself, and he plans to do so this day, as he has planned to do so many days and has <laughs> failed. But he plans to do so this day. Uh, Blarg is tired of smoke stealing his kills, and he wants to score a kill this time. <laughs> I think smoke is... trying to use this as a stepping stone to power. His ambitions are beyond mere battle wing leadership. Uh, and Lord, uh, Giant Lord Bahum, uh, is the, uh, the supreme leader of the, of the Giant Lords. He's the lordiest of the Giant Lords. The um, overlord. The overlord lord. The lord of lords. Lord of lords. That's right. The swing of swings and the lord of lords. Uh, and he, um, knows that by defeating this great dragon... Um, it will, uh, he believes it will cripple the spirit of their only adversary uh, on this world, who, who, who in their history have, have driven them away before. So this is a revenge play. Nice. All right, review the question. So the question is, how did Battlewing Leader Smoke defeat the giant lord Bahum? Okay, so that's what we have to answer. And what, what, what was the setting again? We're on the peak of Mount Krakarala. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm <clears throat> climbing up. <laughs> <laughs> this whole scene is just you climbing. Like, <laughs> just climbing. God damn, dragons <laughs> giants that can fly. <laughs> <sighs> I've got my axe shaking. There's like dragons flying and giant that's right, lords. Giant, that's right. This little dwarf. And on top of the of the mount where there's like a small flat, there's a you know small, but like right. there's a massive flat area near the top. There's the there's Bahum in uh, in glistening armor, 
um, and on one shoulder there's at this point uh, it's it's like if you had studded mail, but all the studs are skulls, are like human and dwarven skulls. Okay. That he's he's added on for oh, the battles that are there, uh, and he has a uh, a massive hammer that um, actually has smoke coming off of the end of it. And you can hear this. <laughs> as he as he looks to the sky. I'm kind of hiding behind a big rock. <laughs> Come fight me, meet your doom. In Bahum. <laughs> I love that he's now a third person talking giant lord. <laughs> if you distract him with a fireball from here, I will dive close and attempt to nip off his weak giant head. <laughs> Our ancestors wrote the stories of nipping them off, flying along and snipping them off like burgeoning cauliflower. I will move to his flank and begin my assault from high above. Fold the wings back and begin the dive. And I'm going to go right at him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so like you're like your boat coming yes. in from different... No, I told you to shoot from range! <laughs> I can't stop this dive! It'll tear my wings off! As you swooping in, as you as you come in, he swings with the massive hammer, and as he starts to move it, you can see like the head of it starts like vibrating. It's driven by some massive engine, and he smacks you in the head, and one of your teeth, all of them, yeah, just like yeah, just like jacks up one side of your head. My head snipping days may be over, <laughs> but you shall not survive this peak. And I'll s- use a wing to sweep the, the hammer away, but it jacks up the wing. Right. Because whatever crazy motion engine right. in there. Yeah, I just imagine it's like some giant like diesel-powered thing where the hammer gets all this crazy extra kinetic force, kinetic force and momentum. Mm-hmm. Now... Okay. This, this is, uh, I'm just going to interrupt for, mm-hmm. with a, uh, a game thing for a mm-hmm. second. This is a GMless game. Right. So, in theory, anybody could say, well, I swoop down and kill you, right? Or something right. like that. Now, the, each of us have our characters, so we have our own, we should have our own, um, uh, what's the magic word? Our Motivation? Uh, agency. 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 We each have our character agency. So, mm-hmm. if somebody were to say, I'm going to come down for the killing blow... It's still up to the character themselves to say whether they get killed off or not. Right. So, you know, Bill can say whether or not that thing would kill him right. or... I, I'd know, imagine that we are in pitched battle. Yeah. <laughs> and I think when you have people that you're playing with and everybody's not an asshole and you're like, right. yeah, right. we're all here for a better story, this is easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But within the rules of the game, that's also there that... Each person has their agency, and so when somebody attacks you, you know, obviously right. there's no dice and that kind sure. of shit yep. in this game. But 
you get to decide the outcome to your character. Does that mean Just Tom's hippie right there. He totally that. hippie that. He's like, no dice or that kind of shit in this <laughs> <Right>. game. <laughs> Smoke that shit. <laughs> yeah, smoke some of this. Probably because he's rules like Stork. That's why. <laughs> See, I can't believe Stork isn't like. So you guys are running around running an amber diceless game, right? And like, how is he not just embracing this shit? How is he not running Apocalypse World all the time? I know. He never plays. He only GMs. <laughs> right. Because he doesn't roll dice. So, anyways, not uh, all right. Uh, Blarg is his name. Blarg. Mm-hmm. Blarg is going to basically try to take him out by the knees, so he falls. So the giant okay. falls prone. I, I would I would see that he, he's he's focused on smoke like entirely because he knows over the course of the battles that he is the battle wing leader. Um, so yeah, I think anything Blarg does is going to be okay. That that is that is aggressive and non-supportive, which is what he's used to seeing, would take him by surprise. And he uh, and as you knock him down, he falls. Um, and and almost crushes Lieutenant Derby like right. I can see him falling almost, right near. Right. Yeah, like doesn't, then, but like right there. Right. So Lieutenant Dirtbeard picks up his giant war axe and just tries to like, you know, now that you're prone, right? Tries to you know chop you off your head. I don't know if that's going to work. I think that. it's. Um, I think it should. I think, yeah. And then you eat him <laughs> quickly, like super quick, so everybody thinks I did it. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Like, so you're like, yeah, boom, right? And you, and you actually like you. I mean, he's he's obviously like you probably can't, but you get you get like the jugular, right? right, And it starts bleeding out, and and yeah, you're sprayed in blood, blood. right? Like, kind of shocked, but then that moment, we're like, yes, I did did it. And this dragon head pokes over the top and goes. Right, so the overall scene is there's the battle, you knock him down, he comes over, you come in, you're like, oh, I finally had my victory, and then roam. All right, that's awesome. So, how did he, how did he defeat him? He, he didn't, but he takes the credit, right? Is that, and that's basically it, right? Yeah. So, um, so, he takes uh, the kill credit <laughs> from Dirtbeard the Eighth. Right, from Dirtbeard. Although Dirtbeard is eaten. His his axe falls to the ground to be, who knows, discovered who knows? by somebody. Uh, that's good. Enchanted yeah. by being bathed in giant. Oh yeah. Oh right, giant blood. Nice. All right. So uh, t- it takes full credit from Derby the Eighth. Um, um, <laughs> eats him. <laughs> and well. and his war axe. Because I like I like having that on here, right? Yeah. Uh, bathed. He remains at the top of the mountain. In giant blood, I like remains. Um, I, I like that he went through it. It's like it's stuck, like yeah. in the rock yeah, of yeah. the mountain, right? Um, uh, <coughs> the Im- embedded, or whatever, right? Excaliburs. Yep. Yeah, it's been excaliburized. It is a adverb or whatever. Okay, dude. Great. So we took the kids to Disneyland recently, and the Excalibur sword was gone. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I was like, what the shit? Someone probably broke it. I was like, Maybe. the king has been chosen! That's right. Because <laughs> you get someone big enough, and you go back and forth with that thing, yeah, you probably You probably could. I mean, it, it is actually, like, it goes in. There's a full sword in there. Right. Yes. And, you, and, it, and it can be pulled out. And they do that. 
Oh, do they really? Yeah. Yeah. So I there's. Here we go, everybody. Here's your Disneyland insider secret. So when you go, if you stand like facing the carousel and where it is, and if you look up, right there's all those buildings that are there above. I think Mr. Toad or whatever. You'll, That's you can, where what's her name is too, isn't she? The witch. The witch, yeah. right? But it's it's not in the witch window. It's in it's in yeah. I think the one over. Um, but if you look, you can see you can see a little light, and it's always red, mm-hmm. and that tells anybody who's down there that knows to look for it that the that the sword's locked. The sword's locked, right? Because they will occasionally do stuff like with kids for make a wish or for whatever it is, where they'll unlock the sword. Okay. So it can actually be pulled up. Now I don't know if it can actually be removed, right. but it can be. It can be. It can be. I don't know if it can remove, but it can be moved and pulled up and everything. Right. And then that light turns green, so whoever's down there orchestrating it can do that. Oh, okay. So there's your there's your there little tip. There was always tip. a rumor when I was a kid that like if like every hundred thousandth person to pull it got like a lifetime pass to come back to Disneyland. So it was always a thing that like you'd see kids in like grade school kids like that I knew like going up there going like. <laughs> like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I did. That was my chance. Damn it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's hilarious. All right. So we answered this. That goes under there, and then. Oh, was uh, that light or dark? Oh yeah. Oh, that's um. Hmm. That's interesting. It's um. Uh, well, I'm. I, I think it's light. Because we always start with light because you guys fill it in. I think it's light because they are benevolent dragons, and so they took out the great giant lord warlord. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, probably if we were keeping doing this, there's. It feels like there would have been something in here. <coughs> yeah. That made the dragons go. We gotta take care of these humans. Right. Right. Because right? here it's like threat to the world, threat to the dragons. Yeah. Right. Probably a threat to the the giants or a threat to the world because they've got skulls on them, whatever. They're just killing everybody. Um, so yeah, so it's probably good that they're dead. Cool. So we did that. There would, now really in this turn, if this is the like the last mm-hmm. turn, they always recommend you finish the turn. So that right. would be your last move to do a nested thing or a thing. or just one thing yeah. or either way. <laughs> I like that subtle or just one thing. Oh, just, well, no, just whatever. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I actually been thinking about. It. I want to do one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to do. A scene. Under the fall of the last human city. In a. Need a littler pen. Oh, it's probably better for these scenes. Yeah. Other than my giant. Um, I think I want to do. What is the question? Where do the humans go? Hmm. Like the the refugees. Where do they right. go? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where do the humans go when the last city falls? Be the where 
Where's the scene take place? Yeah. Uh, is this going to be a declared scene? <coughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, <laughs> or maybe that's the last human city. Who knows? I don't know. Or yeah, maybe it's their maybe it's I their mean, kingdom. Wherever. That's the funny thing is by right. then because you can explore yeah. so much stuff in between. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Like for all you know, by then it's a metropolis, right? Right. Or, yeah. Who knows? Oh, who knows? I think the. I still said like the stage. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. The stage will be. What the volcano? The stage Vulcan's will be the table. Mm. Uh, buried, buried deep within Mount Krakow, wherever. And I think that the humans will have to evacuate underground with the dwarves. <coughs> Oh, that's an interesting twist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't the dwarves that purged them. Right. Right. Well, because I think, like, you know, the War of Unity. Yeah. They fought together against the giants. Right. Or they fought together against the dragons. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they were... The giants was this thing. They've been right. eliminated, yeah. And then the dragons are, for whatever reason... Something. Concerned some, about... Some, yeah, it does feel like it, like there was something in here that made right. them then go against the humans. Right. But the killing of the prince leads to... Yeah, then... I think that it's a light thing. Oh. Okay. That's cool. Okay. Because... Sure. They find common cause with their dwarven, right. sometimes allies, mm-hmm. and... Begin a new race of half dwarves. Cool. Horves. Dwoomans. 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 Even better. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm, so that's that's the game. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. And you would just go to, and you obviously go like all, yeah, okay, great. This feels like we. Right. And you can and basically, yeah. So there's a couple things. You would decide right now whether or not you're done with this and want to go into right. your campaign, for example, if you right. wanted to use it for that. Um, if you know you did two, three, four hours, and you're like, you know what, this is cool, but we want to explore more. Part of the reason they do this back and forth shit with like the mm-hmm, periods and mm-hmm. whatever is because in theory you can pick this up one card after another in order oh, and lay it and then back can lay it back out, out easily right so it's very right. easy to save your place and put it back out there that's cool and continue so that's kind of cool too um oh in in regards to like the focuses like we did mm-hmm. we had some good ones here that were really cool like right. oh yeah we, and we would have we would have done a legacy at the we end would have done too, legacy right, at the right. end of this which i don't know what that could have been you know, could have been, I don't know. I mean, one, one thing that could have the been a legacy. beard clan. <laughs> no, yeah. totally, right? Like, right. that could have been. Right, <laughs> that guy showed up a couple times. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, another focus that could come up could be, like, giant's blood, right? Like, we just declared right. Right, yeah. just happenstance. Kind of like, oh, that, if, imagine right. a focus on that where you go back and forth and explore, like, what that right. means. Like, that could be really interesting. But, I mean, 
the, the best part about this game, I think, is that collaboration because none of us came in with any idea of what we were doing tonight. Right. None of us had any really strong idea of what any of these components were. But there's these little statements that just kind of come out and play, and they just start snowballing, mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of what the game does, right? Um, in regards to doing something like uh, setting a campaign world, mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know if it's like a caution statement or whatever, but like if you're going to do it, one thing that you want to try to do, and they kind of talk about this in uh, Microsoft Explorer, is you want to do it with the same players you're going to play in that campaign world. So, right. you know, if, they feel this, connected. if this was our table, oh, yeah. then that's cool because, like, all of us are coming into it knowing the same thing. If right. instead, you know, maybe I, Jet, and three other people come in, I mean, it's cool. You still have, like, a premise as a GM for mm -hmm. a GM-based game. You have something to work with. The other players might not be so as invested. They don't quite that's right. okay, that right. but obviously it's better when they're they were part of creating the world because when you as a GM start bringing these things in, they're like, oh shit, yeah, oh that was my character, oh that was right, and they're just already invested in your world instead of me just coming up with some shit. Right, I mean, it's interesting because one thing we have talked about for cons was having a common Happy Jacks world. Right, right. So it'd be interesting if we said like, okay, who's going to GM in this world at the con? Right. right, and then we all get together and do this, and then that's our thing. Because then we could say like, okay, hey, at the con, um, like I want to run a thing that's in here. Like I'm going to run this. Right, right, and then because I, I, you could see we're like, oh, because these have these decision points. Like, oh, here I think there's a cool story in here. Mm -hmm. Right, and see how it plays back. I love the idea that I love the idea of you're building. Everybody builds the world, and it's like, okay. Now I'm going to run in this world, right? Yeah. yeah, I think that's a cool premise. I mean, even if even if you had it where everybody who played also GM'd, right? Not at the con, but like if we were like, okay, you're all going to play, and then we're all taking turns mm -hmm. GMing, right? Everybody knows this world backstory, this, this world backstory, and the elements to it. Even if your actual campaign takes place right way over here, right. somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, thousands of years later, you still have all this cool history and stuff. Yeah, like the landmarks, the, yeah. the mountains, the whatever, right? right? The right. artifacts, the axe on I top mean, of the mountain. You were talking about doing like the quiet year after this. Like, right. this would be a perfect place to do the quiet year, right? Like, right. The human civilization had just city, fallen, yeah. right? Or right. whatever, right? Or it could be just before the return of the giants. Absolutely, mm -hmm. right? Right, and they're the, yeah, the frost, frost shepherds. Right. Shepherd <laughs> totally. Giants. This All is right. super cool. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank yeah, thanks, Tones. Absolutely. Sweet. All right, for those of you listening out there, still there's like 10 of you. Uh, we'll be back on, I don't know if Kimmy's doing a Thursday thing. A hot week. seat? I'm I don't know. I'm not sure if she is. Uh, but definitely on Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. That's it. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Quick question. Are the, yeah. are the hot seats going to come out as uh, podcast episodes? Uh, eventually, I think okay. so, yeah. Those I have are, to scrape uh, the audio off the YouTube videos right. to do it. Because she doesn't have an audio recorder. Those are great. And and yeah. thanks for our special guest, yeah, thank you. Tomes, thank for coming in. Thank you for having that. me. And if you want to see more of Tomes playing, you should let him know in comments or on the forums, because he lives <coughs> close. <coughs> do yes, it. He does. It could happen. It's a possibility. All right. Thank you very much. like 50 more of these games. <laughs> oh, man. And they're all awesome. It's a lot of hippie stuff. All right. Peace and love. The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire.
Bam, 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 bam.